This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. And I have a confession to make, Ryan. Yeah? Um, a true confession on this podcast. <laughs> Just between you uh, and me. Just between me and you. And our, I presume, millions of listeners. <laughs> In this extra long episode, we give our thoughts on Blink-182's California Deluxe album. Start a wildfire, to me, is just like turning the table over and just like just you know if it's the nine to five job just getting up and be like fuck this you know burn the place down well that no <laughs> hold on <laughs> with the now 28 tracks on california we take a crack at creating the perfect california track list i'm gonna be honest and i kind of i don't have a list i kind of <laughs> botched the whole thing ah! take your pants off Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. We we kind of have a lot to talk about today because there is a deluxe album out. It just dropped. The California Deluxe Album. But there's more than just a deluxe album, Ryan. <laughs> what, is, what I mean, what like, is it okay, well, your typical like deluxe album, what do you get? Like uh you get the, the songs again. Yeah. And maybe you like a, cool a live track. Yeah, different cover, you know? Yeah. Maybe a few B-sides, maybe some alternate versions of Maybe, songs. if you're lucky, you get some B-sides. <laughs> uh, usually it's like, I feel like a single edit and some live shit. Yeah, or maybe, yeah. Or maybe it's like the remix of a song. We got something a little different with this. What did we get? We, we got like an album. We have <laughs> an basically album's an album's worth of material. Yeah. Um, some of it's new. I think there's three new songs. Some of it's the stuff that they did like before um, Feldman came on for California, and then I think some of it was B sides. Yeah, so from California. Didn't make it, yeah. So there's kind of like three distinct writing phases for this thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then a live a live track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so this is a lot to digest. There's a lot. Are you feeling okay? I want to talk about this. I know you have some what you want to talk about before we get into the <laughs> yeah the album. Um, but this is something I've been thinking about. I haven't brought this up with you yet. Okay. Does, does this feel like a new album? Because it is an album's worth of new music. Um, and I am pretty excited about it. But yeah. I'm not sure if I'm getting like full blown. Like new album, like like chills kind of thing. No. It's almost uh, the alternate reality version of California. Mm. In a way, in a way. <laughs> I could see that. Um, yeah, to me, this feels like, um, and again, I'm not talking about uh, the music itself, just my feeling on, you know, I'm about to press play for the first time on this thing. Mm-hmm. I was kind of um, feeling the way I think I would if they did like a um, shenanigans, like the Green Day mm. thing where they kind of repurpose some stuff. Yeah, where it was, yeah, a lot of just like stuff that didn't make it. They kind of put Yeah, on and I think they threw in like two new songs on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the, or like, uh, um, I was going to say amnesiac, I guess, but that was pretty much like a, a second album, but it was kind of like a repackaging of kid a, yeah, that kind of deal. Uh, so it's something a little more, maybe more, a little more amnesiac, a little less in rainbows. If I were going to go to the Radiohead comparison, but I mean, yeah, I think this is, uh, most blink music we've had in, in like a year that we've had in like, Oh, it's amazing. Two decades. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, you know that old saying of like, you don't know the good times until you're in them. Yeah. I, I, and I hate to say this to anyone who doesn't like California, but like, this is one of the good times right now. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> I mean, with everything else going on in the world, is it the good? <laughs> 
Well, as far as the the world of Blink One Eighty Two, true, the self-contained bubble of the Blinkosphere is doing just fine. I think so too. Yeah. Don't look outside of the Blinkosphere. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. So it sounds like we're kind of on the same page with a them. little bit. I mean, there's... pretty excited about it, but I, I, you know, I, I don't think I was going across as the same way of like just like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know. Mm-hmm. It's exciting though. It's kind of it's an, it's pretty damn interesting and to see where their minds were at when they were trying to put this album together. It's yeah. interesting, yeah. I think. So before we we're going to get in and talk to them, talk about these tracks uh one by one. Yeah. Um like y'all I'm sure want. <laughs> <laughs> uh we're going to treat this with the seriousness seriousness that it deserves by god. Depth analysis. Uh so before we do get into that, uh yeah. Ryan, you you said there was something you wanted to bring to our attention. Yeah, uh it's just a little thing that uh, I actually have to um thank uh zach of the down the bunny hole podcast to uh, that reminded me of something but uh he reminded that like we've been doing this podcast now for a year like just like it was it would have been like april uh end of april last year we already passed it oh my god in june but it's a year old wow yeah well uh and i I know we we were already like a few episodes like only, almost a month What's the away. First, what am I? Okay, so like the fifth year is like the paper anniversary. What am I supposed to get you for the first pod <laughs> pod anniversary? Just like a blank cassette tape? Uh, yeah, blank one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You record our just, next... your, just your love, Michael. All right. Well, there's there's plenty of that to go around. <laughs> no, the uh, yeah. I just he reminded me. That's of that, awesome. So I just thought that was well. Thanks for reminding us, Zach. And yeah, uh, that's cool. I feel good about that. Yeah, it was just a bit of a whole. I mean, we have we. Didn't quite get the, you know, 52 episodes. Oh, we definitely year, have but, not gone once a week for a year, but, but this close. podcast has existed for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, pretty cool. So it's a little bit of an anniversary in a way that we didn't celebrate probably like you I know, think the, three I or think, four episodes I, I think ago. the term is Blinkiversary. Blinkiversary. <laughs> well, happy Blinkiversary, right? Yeah, happy Blinkiversary to you, too. Uh, and happy Blinkiversary to you, listeners, even if you're just joining us now for the first time. Yeah, welcome. Um, and uh, this is a podcast about Blink-182. Have yeah. you figured it out? Here's to a more year. <laughs> <laughs> forever. I'm sure we'll be doing this forever. Uh, no yeah. end in sight to this podcast. Never, yeah, it's going on forever. Hope you like it. We'll be broadcasting from the ruins of like the Portland wasteland. And <laughs> we'll be the only place left. <laughs> You're talking. We're talking about it next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, cool. That's neat. Yeah, really neat. Well, that I think that segues pretty well into the first song <laughs> on the California Deluxe album. Yeah, a song about reminiscing. Uh, parking lot. Yeah. This is one we're probably not going to spend too much time on because it's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this song is basically like old news. It know? is. Yeah. Um, Who fucking how's cares, it still right? like... next song? Okay. <laughs> well, how's it, how's it, uh, holding up for you? Uh, it's whole we're, So one of the things that I'll, you know, I, I'll kind of tease right now is we're going to, by the end of this episode, do our, um, smash edits, our, our redux, California redux, basically oh, yeah, combining, we didn't even say that. combining the deluxe and the regular into one. Uh, in my case, it's going to be a, the perfect album. I'm not sure how <laughs> well, yours that's is. it. Speaking of down, I mean, Zach from down the Blame, we're kind of stealing that idea from him as well. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. I, as I talk, he kind of mentioned, to, kind I was of actually that. talking to him today a bit and, uh, I said we were going to do this and, and I was like, yeah, cause your thing is going to be like just reordering all of them. And he was like, <laughs> Oh no, we're going to like, do it. I was like, Oh shit. I'm sorry. And he's like, 
like, no, don't worry about it. It's no, totally I, fine. I talked to him too. So it's cool. Cool. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were just, I was, uh, yeah, we want to try to uh, knock these down to one continuous awesome album. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's funny. I'm going to have to check out. So it's down the bunny hole, the podcast they do. And I'm going to have to check out cause I have a feeling Zach's is going to be like the same as mine. Really? And, <laughs> and my prediction is that between all four of us, Packy's is going to be like somehow perfect. <laughs> like it's going to be something like no, none of us ever like, like Los Angeles is going to be first and like <laughs> it's going to end with cynical or some shit. That would be pretty brutal. That would be pretty cool. Um, anyway, so all that to, all that is to say uh, parking lot made, made my cut. I'll say that. Yeah. Mine I'm not going to say where it is, but yeah, I like this song. I do too. It's, um, it's probably one of my favorites. I don't know that I know a lot of people don't, but I don't what know. What would you say to the people out there who don't like it? And I'll I'll, I'll play the role of the people who don't like it. Yeah. Um. Because because I and I hope I'm not you know I think I'm representing you fairly. <laughs> uh. But Ryan, parking lot just sounds disjointed, and it's a couple forty year olds singing about skateboarding at Target. They don't skateboard at Target. Yeah. Well. To understand, it's it you like you said in the beginning of the of this introduction. It's about like reminiscing and about uh, your old world being left behind, kind of thing, mm. you know. And we're gonna just fuck that, you know. And it, it's it's been paved over by a parking lot, you know. Like, and it's not uh, the what you once loved and knew is now could be gone, you know, or is gone, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, and people I've, I've kind of seen, like, maybe they think, um, like, they might like, you know, Skiba's part and not necessarily into Ma- uh, right. Marks because it's a little bit more like this kind of like, you know, kind of yeah, like, like poppy kind of Beach thing. Beach Boise kind of. And uh, that's what puts uh, puts the song together for me. Yeah, that's what makes it for me. I think we kind of talked about in our breakdown that we we both liked how this felt like it was... Uh, one of the first songs where you're getting a really big difference between when Matt is in charge of the song and when Mark is in charge of the song and the way you used to get with Mark and Tom. Mm -hmm. Like when Tom comes in a lot of Blink songs, it does kind of feel like, what the hell? Like someone just like kicked the door down and like, where are you? You know, uh, I think that this song in a way kind of replicates that. I think it does, yeah. And uh, you might relate to the down dirtiness of Skiba's thing or you might relate to, you know, being a nerd in Target parking lot, like that's yeah. my that's the part I relate to is like yeah, same is going buying Pokemon cards at fucking Target and stuff and like <laughs> and trying the skateboard when everyone else I knew was good and I sucked. Yeah, so yeah, I uh, never even I never got past the Ollie and even that was iffy. <laughs> yeah, it was um it was intense. Like uh like we were um and I I like it a lot and I I think it's a great intro to this. Um, I think like if you had I know that. If, I didn't. I haven't got the vinyl yet for uh, for the deluxe. Yeah. But like, I imagine, imagine if like the original California side A, and then this is like side B. You know, it'd be like the awesome track to like turn to like after. Yeah. You know, um, the end of the first part, and then just like bum 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 bam. Yeah. It's kind of um yeah, and it kind of it's almost like you know how cynical kind of starts off like kind of like this uh kind of slow and melodic um is that mm-hmm. the word you I'm trying to say melodic <laughs> yeah melodic <laughs> and then it kind of like becomes into like the like you know fast punk kind of thing this is almost like flips that on its head a little bit and just yeah. kind of starts with the the punk yeah 
Yeah, I mean, like the Matt's verse in this is like some of the most like punk, just straight like punk that Blink sounds on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so after after Parking Lot, uh, I think we all agree like solid opener. It goes to Misery, which kind of like replicates the cynical to bored to death thing a bit of like the punk thing to the ballads the wrong word when like mid tempo kind of um, has that intro that they've seemed like they've used a lot in the in these um in these songs yeah the like dun 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like it, it's more of a rhythm i feel like the notes is yeah like, yeah it's just a rhythm to like, it mm-hmm. like that thing yeah yeah we talked a little bit of misery didn't we we covered a little yeah bit we that, talked but. a lot about misery and um i i'm gonna say uh probably move past this pretty quickly, but I do want to say that misery is uh very high up there for me on, on all of these it, songs. It's one that like I was a little hard on when it came out and I had the whole thing. Like, I think it kind of blew its load too early sort yeah. of situation, but I think with a lot of these other ones, um, it's starting to grow on me and become one of my favorites. I think like it's, it's one that could have been on the album. I think for sure. Yeah. I think uh, for me, I, I think I might be kind of coming around too to how you feel about it blowing. It's a little too early. I don't know if that's a big a problem. Well, it's funny cause I think by itself it does, but mm-hmm. as far as like with these other songs, I don't mm-hmm. think it does. Yeah. I think it's, uh, cause it's the other songs are pretty quick. Like most of them, most of the songs on this are three minutes or less. Mm-hmm. And so at three minutes, 51 seconds, which is the time for misery, it's like, you know, it might as well be like a prog rock yeah. like, <laughs> anthem for, for the context of the deluxe. So it, it, even though it does blow its load quick, it feels like it's taking its time in the context of parking lot and, you know, wildfire and songs like that. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, I like it and it's, it's grown a lot more on me and everything. And I think, uh, probably is one that I'd go to more often than others. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, the only thing I'd want to say too about this song is, um, the bridge in particular is what I, you know, why I kind of really love it. Mm -hmm. And I think that bridge is maybe, Maybe I mean I could be you know I could change my mind, but I think it might be my favorite part of of all this music. Wow, even more than like the board the death bridge or like that's up there. I mean that's in top five easily, <laughs> but I think this is number one. Yeah, damn, that's cool. Um, it reminds me of self titled. Like it just that's what the music sounds like to me, and it's exactly what I imagined it. Something after self titled yeah, sounding I, like. Yeah, it's it's not quite up there for me, but I would say like I don't know like um. Like this is kind of I kind of a broad view of it all, but um, you can see uh, why they maybe picked certain songs over songs that are on this because maybe yeah. some, they, some of them cover around a lot of the same ground, and, yeah. it, and it kind of shows us like what they were sort of writing and how they were writing the music. Um, you know, like they were definitely trying to get both them, both Matt and Mark, on you know almost every track kind of thing, and we're it's a uh, and they were kind of trying similar styles with each song. I feel like, like not each song, but like there's like a handful of songs where are similar to other ones, I think. Right. Um, and, uh, but this is one that I think in that type of, I guess it's sort of mid tempo y starting and then it kind of picks up sort of thing. Um, it's probably one of my favorites of those, but nice. I can, I guess I can see why they left it off, but I, I could, I could have seen it like, um, like what's a song probably I, it could have replaced on? I think California. it's. I think if you have "Bored to Death" on there, you can't. I mean, I. I think you could also have a "Misery," but I think uh, I understand why they wouldn't do that. Yeah, I think "Bored to Death" might be the better one of the two, but maybe just because it's grown on me more. 
because yes, yeah, this is definitely new to us. So um, a lot of these songs, um, we might not be nuts about. Yeah, right I mean, now, that, maybe it might grow on us later. Like, like this is like, definitely a snapshot of our feelings <laughs> at the moment. I mean, it'd be fun, you know, next year to oh, yeah. do uh, to another to revisit. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be a good way to go because, um, like we did, you know, for the, uh, you know. California. neighborhoods in California oh, yeah. anything like that like kind of going back into them later see how they hold up yeah I mean we've and kind of like now we've we've kind of uh, set a precedent for doing two types of album reviews the in, like fairly like researched and like uh, in depth older album and yeah. then just like the this is what I think of <laughs> the albums that just come out yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, but we have a whole, we did a whole thing about Misery, so there's a whole episode about that. Yeah. Well, so After Misery is the first, uh, if you're know, if if you not following along, the first sort of brand new new song. Yes. Um, that we haven't talked a whole lot about. We, we actually, since we've been listening to this, we haven't really talked about it at all. We've almost but, been avoiding the fact of talking about the California Deluxe album yeah. for this podcast. Yeah, we haven't, we, we, it's, you know, we've been listening to it for a while now and we've just like barely brought it up for the sake of this. So, uh, <laughs> just like, don't talk to each other. About just like, it. I mean, and, and there's nothing else we have to talk about. I mean, we, we, there's been a lot of just eating in silence. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us, just our headphones on listening to the, respective albums um but uh you digest down writing furiously writing notes down and hiding our notes from each other (laughs) but this is one thing uh, through the cracks of those secrecies um a little bit of our opinions for this may have seeped out and i think this might be the los angeles of the album Uh, that is to say the one that that one of us the one that that drives a wedge between this (laughs) this podcast i don't well all right I wouldn't sit. I would. I think that's a little too far. The Los uh, Los Angeles thing, because I think like that. I don't just if you case you haven't heard. I'm not nuts about Los Angeles, but Michael really likes it. <laughs> um, but uh, this one in particular has taken a while for me. It like I've listened to it a bunch because I remember you saying you you liked it through the cracks, like you said. Yeah, but. And I think there are things I do like, but there's something that drives me nuts in the same vein that Los Angeles does. Yeah. That uh, I think just, uh, I don't know what he was thinking in a way. With With what? So um, the chorus of, I I actually like the, uh, the melodies of things going on in this song. Uh, especially with the verses. It's pretty poppy and stuff. Um, it has some interesting lyrics and some interesting ideas of maybe what it's about. But just the, these are the good old days. These are the good old days. Is like the corniest thing I think could ever happen in a Blink it is, song. It is cheesy. It's a cheesy song. Yeah. It's, uh, but I think, uh, I, like I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I do think it's cheesy. But I think there's legitimacy behind this cheese because I, I yeah I, I think it's um you know like uh I, t- to quote someone I don't remember who said this but I remember hearing like uh I don't know like yeah it's about Tom I I you think, think that, so? <laughs> again <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know maybe Tom per se but I think it's about Blink yeah um, okay I, and yeah. and here's I'm Blink. just gonna throw out there you know you have lines in the chorus um. Like, we're not the same. We're two in a million. These are the good old days. We've gone through hell, the battles we fought them. We stood as one, the young and forgotten. These are the good old days. I mean, this is a song, okay, maybe it's not about Tom, but it's a song about um, being with, uh, you know, a friend that, or someone, and it's obviously 
fucked up somehow, you know, something's gone wrong, mm-hmm. but you know, you're just kind of reminiscing on like this, this friend you had back in the day. Right. So that's a thing that is cheesy. Like everyone has been met up with like the old college friend or like the old high school buddy you haven't seen in a while and you get drunk together and you're just like, man, like remember like how close we used to be in high school and like that, that feeling, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that's a cheesy feeling and it could come off as forced to me, but because at least in my mind, there's an immediate like thing that I know about that, that this Mark has gone through that I imagine he's referencing. I can kind of think about that. And it makes me think about like the similarities between Mark and Tom and my own friendships, you know, and, mm-hmm. and all that bullshit, you know? So it's a, it's a, it, it works for me, I guess. Yeah. I, and then when like putting in that perspective, I, I agree. It kind of works in that, like thinking of that's what it maybe is about, you know, kind of thing. And it thinking it is about blink, you know, and like we've gone through hell, the battles we fought and stuff. I think there's something too, that for me was the, the thing that I, I like made me first kind of text you and kind of took me aback by it is this is the first song we got that I, I had a feeling like it's about Tom or about blink that seemed very, um, positive. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a good, that's like there wasn't, there's no hint of this song of like, um, man like kind of meditating on how fucked his life is because of tom you know yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or how fucked the situation is with or the band keeping him awake at night and stuff. yeah like you know and and you don't you know like say like you don't have to be like um a tinfoil hat guy to you know the song is like no it isn't cynical um you know even bored to death i think it's pretty clear that's about at least in some cases directly tom and at least the situation of the band mm-hmm. and this is one that is nothing but positive and yeah and i i kind of like um the fact too that by saying like these are the good old days and making it present it can kind of work in that the song is like reminiscing so it'd be in the present tense or maybe he's kind of saying like hey you know that we're going to look back on like this time with Matt and be mm-hmm. like, Hey, these are like, these are, these were the good old days. Like, mm-hmm. like blink blink is not going to be, um, you know, they're not robots. They're not going to be this productive forever. No yeah, matter yeah, what, yeah. you know, something is going to happen at some point to, to stop it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, that kind of like, what's that like office quote or like Ed Helms is like, I wish <laughs> there was a way to know the good old days until you left them or something. <laughs> and I feel like this is, um, this song is both looking back on like past good old days and also kind of acknowledging like, yeah, I know I'm in it again right now and mm-hmm. I'm aware of it. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I like that. And I, that makes me, I, I can take that song for what it's worth. And there's things I can, I've like pointed out that I do like about it, but yeah. it's one of those like, <laughs> and this is like, <laughs> you remember we were talked about like, you know, liking blink and like high school and friends thinking you're lame and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, you, and you'd be they, embarrassed to show this to your friends. Like this would be embarrassing to have. Would you be like, Hey guys, uh, check out California deluxe. All right. So track one parking lot. Yeah. Cool. Misery. Right. Cool. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me skip this one. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh and like this is i guess yeah you're right this is one that i could listen to by myself and like these are the good old days <laughs> <laughs> like it is not like i even think if i was in high it's school it's the story of a lonely guy on the album you know yeah I you don't show that. your friends that yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's funny you say that because i think the song and if you think i mean i, I know we like bring this up a lot that if it is about Tom or anything. Um, I almost think it sounds like a Tom written song. Uh, uh, I, I could kind of see that. Um, I think the guitars, especially toward the end, have like his kind of riff kind of to it a little bit. Uh, it has an intro as a like kind of like a synthy intro. Yeah. In the very beginning. 
That's um, it, the intro, by the way. That was Valentine's Day Instagram that Bling Way 2 <laughs> released uh, uh, on their Instagram on Valentine's Day. It said, Happy Valentine's Day, creeps. And it was like just a Bling Way 2 and had some synth. And I remember I like messaged and I was like, I guarantee this is going to be something on the deluxe. And you were like, No way. Because <laughs> uh, it was just like synthy ABA yeah. stuff. And uh, it's, it's the intro. <laughs> well, I fucked up. But no, no, like it's like, so I think, I think you might be right. If it's almost like as if he's trying to write like a Tom song in a way. And, and also, is this the only, like, other than like built this pool and shit, is this like the only Mark led song really? Or like fully on Mark? Uh, there's, oh. there's one more song. Which one is it? Oh, okay. That's full Mark. Yeah. Yeah. This, this I mean, might be it. You can hear background vocals and that's actually yeah. one of my favorite parts too is, uh, in the bridge, um, when Matt comes in kind of with those kind of high uh, harmonies. Yeah. You know, we were young and then we're gone. And that like, we're not growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is one I, I wouldn't, I, yeah, I couldn't play like for like cool friends or something. Like I, I don't care about all the small <laughs> things I can play that, you know, but this is just like, well, know. you know what song that I would feel a hundred percent fine playing for friends <laughs> Is there, is there you done with the it's the next one? one the next one don't well i mean there, we could talk about it all night but yeah um, i guess we can move on but uh, <laughs> i mean yeah is there anything else you kind of want to i don't know I, I i think this was yeah i i think you're right i i don't hate I, this one isn't one i would necessarily skip uh if i was listening to it in my car i would skip los angeles but this is one i think like it's Ah, you'd keep it on in your maybe you, you wouldn't skip it on your your iPod, uh, which we all use, <laughs> uh, of course, right? Yeah, uh, and and the thing is, it is growing on me. But you would it skip it on maybe on your car with a bunch of people. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> and not to be like, you know, the self conscious Blink fan or something like that, but it is. Yeah, it every, is a, every song has its time and place. Yeah, one of my favorite bands is Animal Collective, but I wouldn't put that on at like. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's something cheat, like, just it's mega cheese. It is. It's it's mega. It's what people um, had like issues with. Like, they you know what it more- is though? It is the song you put on at like the end of the night with everyone, and everyone's like fucking into it. Yeah, yeah. they're like sober. Everyone's like, this is the worst. This is dumb. But drunk, everyone's gonna be like, this is the best shit. <laughs> so See, good. Sober, I'm all about it. But whatever. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking about the state of intoxication, okay, the, yeah. not the the hit song by <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two. No, but um, I don't know. It's like. I don't know. It, it, I think... Why do you hate the song so much? Yeah, I, I just can't really put <laughs> no. in the words about it. I think it's almost as if, you know, people had issues with Mark's uh, verses on Parking Lot thinking it's like this cheese type of thing, but that wasn't to me. Yeah. This is. This is, reason. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely feel you with that, and it, I'm, you know, you're not getting no, no pushback that it's not cheese. It's cheese, but it's but I think, good, like, French cheese. I think it could work with... The, I think the there's some interesting melodies though and like i like the lyrics other than that just good old days part yeah like i kind of like the melody of like save yourself for i was safe yeah. and that like that's kind of cool yeah but it's just that it's all the good old days it reminds me of uh weezer's um memories memories make me want to go back there back there it reminds me of that there's a difference for me with those those two songs aside from just the way they sound i mean the big difference <laughs> is that what the fuck is why am I? Why do I believe Rivers has these memories, and why does he want to go back there? But I know Mark and Tom's relationship. True, and I know that those were some good old days. Yeah. I saw the Aretha Chronicles. 
<laughs> True, I agree, and that's and that's what makes me. I think I, I can like it. Yeah, what does we Rivers want to go back to like hating his dad and getting in fights with uh fucking um oh my god the guy the the uh he's the guy I'm always talking about is my favorite Weezer guy uh the bass Matt Sharp Matt Sharp Jesus <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right well um moving on moving on. Uh, the next song is Don't Mean Anything. This is another new one. Don't Mean Anything. Don't Mean Anything. Don't. I like inhaled. I was like ready to <laughs> talk. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, so I I really like this song. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that bold claim right now. <laughs> uh, real change of pace here for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's It's again like kind of. I don't know, like parts of this are pretty fast and intense, but then also it's, it's a little slow. So it's a little bit of a mix, I think between mm-hmm. like a song like, um, rabbit hole and bored to death kind of smashed together. Yeah. And it's definitely like, I think we're going to both be in agreement. Like this is not about the band or Tom or anything. <laughs> like this seems to be very much, um, when I first heard this, my first yeah, thought what do you is, think it's about? Yeah, I was like, this is like a pop punk. She's leaving home from uh, Sergeant Pepper's. You know, mm. the song about just like leaving. It was, she's she's leaving home. It's just the song about a kid running away from home. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like doesn't mean I don't love you, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know that these people are. I don't know if it's like running away um, or the parents are leaving them or Mm. there's like death involved or if it's just a matter like again with like Mark being just kind of an innocent background and Matt not quite the same. These lyrics with Mark's verse, um, you know, dearest mom, I'm always here no matter how far gone. And it's, you know, like this to me, it just sounds like he just like, this could relate to me. You know, I just moved out. I don't talk to my mom. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, no matter how far mom, we always got you. <laughs> but then Skiba comes on and I know his dad didn't leave him or anything. So it's not like he's really drawn out this, but it's like his thing is like, dear old dad, I'm the one and only son you never had. I'll be fine without you. Like I hear you grab your coat and your car keys. You'll be fine with that. You know, it's like this image of kind of like the, the father kind of leaving at night or something going yeah, on. It's with like that. two different sides. That seems like a lot of the, um, this, these songs like the, on this whole thing, like two different sides with the, the fucking album, right? White and black. You know, a lot <laughs> of these songs have like a first, you know, first verse or one verse happy, one verse dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parts of the song, or one's rough and one's like clean, you know, or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, it's interesting. I I I like a lot of this song. It is a one another case of um being a slightly too repetitive for me a little bit as so far I, as the chorus. I, I kind of like the. So it's like I I almost feel like it's not. I don't know. So the way it is like, it don't mean, don't mean anything at all. And you have that like break in the chorus where it kind of like switches to like, and it's a long way back to the middle of the yeah, road. That's the best part. I love that. And I love that in with the chorus. And I feel like it works because the chorus is kind of like, yeah, what, um, what have you, I was trying to think of another Mark song or like, blink thing that kind of did something like that yeah I'm, it's I'm, pretty cool it sounds pretty new for them yeah and i actually do like that a lot um that's probably one of my favorite parts like of the whole deluxe is it's a long way back to the middle of the road Funny Funny way back he almost does like the equivalent of like us like when you slide down your guitar you're like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like he does that with like his voice yeah like, it's long a way back to the middle of the road <laughs> yeah, it's uh that's really cool. That's probably one of my favorite parts. I'm uh this is one too that I, I do like. I just um 
it just it's maybe like I don't even know how you would change it, but it it to me almost that core like don't mean it don't mean anything at all. Um, to me, and a, a, maybe I'm wrong. It sounds a little placeholdery for me, mm. as far as like you know maybe this was one that was like always on the back burner, and like maybe they're ma- meaning to go back to and like maybe do something a little different in those parts. Yeah, uh, I could be wrong, but that's like. Like, if you ever go back and listen to, like, the original demo of A Man Overboard, like, it repeats the same thing over and over again, like, mm-hmm. throughout the whole song, because they didn't have lyrics written for the whole thing yet. Um, but maybe I'm wrong, because it just, it kind of seems like there's, like, those two verses, and then these choruses, like, a lot, and it's just kind of the same thing each time. Yeah. Um, which, I, I don't, it's not that I don't like it. I just, uh, I'm not, it's not the perfect song for me, I think. Yeah. But it does have cool se- cool stuff to it and there's some cool little I like Travis has kind of like a he does a cool job on the verses for this like playing some pretty unusual stuff like not what you'd expect to hear like I, I feel like there's almost like kind of like a um like some like reggae fills in the same way that he does with like Los Angeles you know it's like bump 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 you know like that kind of thing yeah um it's pretty cool it's pretty no it is it's uh there's some cool stuff and I um uh yeah it's it's definitely up there for me on the deluxe i just uh i don't know there's i I think a lot of the problems i have with a lot of these songs are just the repetitive chorus thing Mm. where i like a lot like almost everything else is going on but um like Like, listen good old like the lyrics like the lyrics are repetitive or the melody maybe it's the melody but or maybe it is maybe it is it yeah maybe the melody is cool I think maybe it is, is like, maybe it is just because repeating the same lyrics. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. I mean, you can have the same melody, but just like change it up a little bit or something, or maybe not have as many choruses. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Well, should we uh, get into Hey, I'm Sorry? Yeah. This, like, is, this is one we've talked about before. Um, and yeah, Way back. Yeah. Um, one that I also, if, if I remember correctly, you weren't too hot on. Yeah. And, and it's really literally um, like... I'm listening to it a lot more now because I never had it on my Spotify or anything but yeah. because it wasn't like released yet. It was on the Japanese. So yeah, if, if you haven't been aware, it was on the Japanese bonus. So this is the one that's been floating around the longest out of all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard it pretty soon after the album came out. Yeah. I do think this song has really interesting stuff going on. There's a really cool guitar part in the beginning. Yeah, There's interesting drum things going on where it's just like, Bum, 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 bum. Like it's just yeah. like it's different from a lot of the songs. This to me, like they said that they wrote this. This is one of the earlier batch of songs. So you know, we kind of talked about the three chunks of song uh, of songwriting, you know, eras that this came from. The before California, California, and then post California, and this is the bef- one of the before California songs. Yeah, and it does have a little bit of a sound of like t- to me. I-, I like most of the ideas that are going on here, but it is it sounds like we're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Like you have, um, the intro, which is like this delayed <laughs> guitar. It's like a Radiohead g- delayed <laughs> guitar loop thing. Uh, you know, like, um, it's like weird fishes arpeggios or whatever that is. It's pretty cool. It's, it's really awesome, but it's just like a third, it, it's just there in the beginning and it, it's never something that like comes back again. Mm-hmm. And it to me does seem like this is a cool idea. And here there's another idea. Let's, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not really at the at the stage yet where we're able to see all these ideas through necessarily. Yeah. And um for what it is, you know, just being a document of of this being blink before California, before Feldman came into play and like what they're writing, I, I think it's pretty cool to hear it. And I think yeah, I think there's moments of here like every kind of snippet of the song I think sounds awesome, but it 
does feel a bit disjointed to me. I don't think it's like a solid um, like song per se. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't busk on a subway with this song <laughs> on an acoustic guitar. You know. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's um, <laughs> yeah, for that, that's crazy. yeah, you're just in the the freaking subway. Hey, going, hey um, so just, you're just like slamming on your, your acoustic guitar for the drum. Um, yeah, I. I never, yeah, this is one when it came out, I wasn't like, I never really went back to it too many times to listen to it. Um, listening to it now, I really love that intro a lot. And then it kind of, um, the way like Mark kind of sings in the beginning is pretty different, I yeah. feel like too, than he's done. It's, it's all different. I mean, it's all it's just the, the sound too of just the acoustic guitar with a really prominent piano is kind of not a blink sound we've got before. I also have to say, I was wrong that this this is the longest one on the mm. it's five whole seconds longer than than misery <laughs> um but yeah these both do stand out as the the long the long tracks on the deluxe yeah yeah it's a little bit um yeah i think you're right i think there's a little bit too much going on on this song it doesn't feel too cohesive at all and and I've never really been a fan of the chorus for this one either. I like the transition out of the chorus to where it kind of was like, when we fall asleep, we sleep by, by ourselves. The lyrics yeah, I like. The end of the day. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Dun, 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 I do like that part. Dun, 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 yeah, I do like that and the intro and there's some interesting stuff going on. It's just, it's... Uh, I hope that they, uh, they, when they're doing the new album, um, getting ready for it, I hope this is a song that they kind of revisit and say like, what's something we'd like... We need to do that Radiohead intro and like work that into a song more. Do the, you know, that that kind of um, verse melody. Yeah, it's kind more. of like interesting to see them just trying. And the lyrics, chances. I think, are great. Mm-hmm. Lyrics on on that song are are some of the best. Yeah, I think it's it's a cool one to just hear him taking some chances with it and stuff. And um, and I'm sure I've been listening to it more and more. I mean, this is like we said, this has been out just a couple days, and so it's kind of like uh, still taking it in and everything. But yeah. this is one that still like doesn't quite do it for me. But well, uh, you know, it sounds like it sounds like you've been having a hard time. I have a little so bit. far. I have. I mean, there's yeah, like so far, like the ones I like the most are Parking Lot Misery. I think. So, well, how about? You know, if you haven't been able to get on any of the other ones, how about the last train home? Last train home. Yes. What do you think about this one, Ryan? Um, this might be one of the best songs in California. Wow. Uh, I think. <laughs> were you expecting that? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that. You don't. Uh, uh, this isn't on mine. Uh, this isn't on my. Really? My uh, smorgas or smash up. Interesting. Um, I had the. Sp- so the problem that you've been having of like the repetitive um, chorus or the repetitive phrase hasn't really been a thing for me except for this song. And it's so strange because I, even my notes for it, I said that it, it works in this song. Well, here's, here's where it gets, (laughs) here's where the song gets me. Um, It does say, so the, the kind of chorus is like, I'll take the last train home. And I'm fine with that. And that does repeat a lot. I'm And it's Matt singing that. But then there's another track of Matt that comes in like last train home, like in the not doesn't sound like that, but you know what I'm the talking last about. Last train home. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what's too much. Like that, <laughs> I, it bugs me every time. Really? It, well, it, it feels like something that should come on once, like at the end or something like that. Yeah, like it one might time, be a little bit too much. But it's just like every single time <laughs> he says last train home, that's tacked on at the end, like yeah. without fail, mm-hmm. and it it did become irritating to me and, and a little bit of like, 
what, I, I'm surprised they kind of kept that in. It just mm. seems like just take that part out for, you know, it just seems so clearly something that is meant to be <laughs> find a spot to put it and yeah, make yeah, it yeah. sound cool. But having it on every time, it seems weird because a little bit. Yeah. It all, and, and it's, it's immediately like, okay, you can't do this live. Cause like, you don't have three singers. Uh, <laughs> One more time, I feel like well, that part. Okay. So, and Mark's part, I love, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it. I mean, there's things about the song I like, so I, you know, I don't want to come too harsh out of, <laughs> out, the, out the gate with this. So to me, I don't hate this song. Like it's, it's a good, I I'm fine listening to it. Like, there's lots of cool ideas going on here. Like all those other songs we just talked about, like, uh, not all of them, but the ones I have an issue with, with the repetitive thing is that, the song is building. It's like one of those like slow build songs and there's different things happening musically throughout yeah. the whole time that yeah. it, I can see, I, I guess I agree with you a little bit with that, but there's enough going on that I'm just like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like there's um, like the songs changing throughout the whole time. Yeah. And uh, it has, I think, I think, can we agree that this is the coolest riff on the California? <laughs> yeah. It's like the only thing that's kind of like the not that dun, 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 or, yeah. or if it's a, the kind of like harder riffs that excuse me have, have haven't really been like centerpieces to songs mm-hmm. but this like it, we haven't really had like a blink song with this kind of no and riff it's almost like a like a mogwai kind of yeah and um this is like what i expected matt skiba to sound like on the when i because this is only this is from listening to alkaline trio oh, like yeah. before blink this is oh, the only yeah okay so I had so I, what i will say about this song like now that I, I did kind of sound hard about the chorus, like the way this, until it gets to the chorus, I was so about like this song and it, I'm with you there where it sounded like this sounded like, um, like an agony and irony era alkaline trio, you know, where they were kind of going to a more pop or, um, traditional rock mm-hmm. sound and away from just straight punk of like, mm-hmm. like the earlier stuff. Um, and yeah, like, like I feel like that the first part, a lot of the song I think could fit comfortably on a late era, um, alkaline trio, like the yeah. crimson or, um, maybe not my shame is true, but cause that's like kind of more straight ahead. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so it, it sounded very skiba y. Yeah. It sounded and, like, cause I, that was my, I didn't really have much, um, you know, I wasn't really well versed in Skiba, and but this is like what I remember <laughs> well versed Alkaline Trio um, sounding like, and yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" And it sounded really cool. Um, There's I, a bit of two of like the Matt Skiba and the Secrets too in this, yeah. with that kind of deep. Uh, I think you you referred to it once as like a Sinatra y kind of crooning <laughs> voice. Well, that and like I don't know, and then Mark, like I don't know, lyric wise, like I'm getting like like plus 44 back with this with some weird sounds going on a little bit. Yeah. You have, um, you have that kind of like palm muted, uh, guitar, which is a new newish sound for blink, but also sounds like something I could imagine Tom doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's like that cool riff, uh, to me, like this is what should replace Los Angeles. In my opinion, I think like, it's a very different song. I don't, I don't know, know if I like, like a little bit, but Los Angeles wouldn't have been my go-to for this one too. Well, okay, so why why do you say that? I guess why? Just because I mean, they both kind of start with uh, Skiba kind of verse, and yeah. they kind of have like this weird tone to them in the beginning with like weird drums and, yeah. and interesting tones, and then it kind of has like Los Angeles says Los Angeles, when will you save me? A hundred times the whole time. This one yeah. has the last train home sort of thing. Oh, okay, yeah. um, and it's it's a similar. Uh, uh, as far as just, I guess the 
I don't know, lyrically, I, I, not lyrically, but just like the, the way the song kind of repeats and stuff, but there's like that really cool mark, like kind of little in the chorus. Like it's, it's awesome. And yeah, I, I the agree. drums are pretty cool on that. I mean, it has it the, um, the thing they did on board to death and stay together for the kids and count, you know, a bunch of songs are just like, don't, 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 don't. Other than like that repetitive chorus, like, I mean, one of the complaints people have about California is that it's like predictable, and this song isn't predictable. It's not, no. And except, uh, for, except for you know, you know the last train, huh? <laughs> you know, that's going to be there. It could have been a few times less. Uh, Maybe once in each chorus. What do you think thing. about the the bridge and like the kind of synth stuff going? It's on. so cool. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I, that was one of my favorite parts of the. Uh, you know, like I said, fucking Blink knows how to ride a bridge. I don't know what's <laughs> no. There's like that cool. Yeah, oh, that that sounds like, like something. I I mean, not that I'm like trying to like say I'm strings and shit. is good or anything, but that sounds like the kind of shit I mess around recording. And it's cool to hear that. And like, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool, even because we just listened to it. You know, peek behind the curtain just before talking about it right now. But uh, like, yeah, like I'm I think I'm liking that one, this one more and more the more I hear it. It's yeah. probably one that kind of caught me off guard at first. But uh, I think we've kept talking about Blink getting weird, and this is getting weird. I think. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Like to me, this is weirder than six eight. Like maybe, maybe <laughs> that uh, that that lyric or, or that that line at the end of the chorus will just like I'll hear it enough that it'll just like wash over me, and I won't. <laughs> I'll, I'll be thinking about other stuff that it won't bother me. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be the kind of thing where like at first it's annoying, and then it just like it's the catchiest thing in the world. <laughs> I don't know. It's they a little to too. Had... It's a little bit too much. I agree, um, and that's my issues with a lot of these songs. Is that uh, you know they were writing a lot of songs and just like you know this one maybe like maybe some of the other ones could just you know take another pass through on some things you know yeah. But, but I think musically it's fucking awesome. So or uh, instrumentally, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh... and it, and yeah. It's I, I mean I guess I can see why they didn't put it on. I don't like. I can't even see where it would fit. Like I mean, I just I guess jumping ahead a little bit. It's not necessarily on my um, list either, but yeah. I have kind of a surprise regarding uh, my list. Oh, so. all right. Well, I'm excited to <laughs> excited to hear it. Um, well, we should probably go ahead and talk about Wildfire. Wildfire. This is one that was released, but we didn't really get a chance yeah, to talk about. Yeah, we didn't. Um, I I think so. When they when they put this one out, they kind of said like, "Hey, it's like Anima in California." Like, fuck, they made this. <laughs> um, I, I and and I, I saw a lot of people were kind of like, "No, it's not." <laughs> I don't know who that is that's running their social media. I uh, yeah. Although on the one hand, like I I feel like I get where they're coming from with that. But like when I I think what they were trying to say is that this the production. Um, you know, like the guitars sound like Enema of the State. Mm-hmm. Um, the bass sounds like Enema of the State. Like it's a very the the dynamic between the the like clean drum or clean guitar with just nothing, you know, just a clean dry guitar, and then like a distorted punk guitar, and basically that's it. And that's sort of like the sonic template you have to work with, and that's how Enema of the State is. I mean, and and not a lot of albums are kind of made like that and a lot Mm -hmm. of songs are kind of sound like that and and you know especially in the beginning you have those kind of like high like it's a little bit like dysentery gary Mm -hmm. kind of things um i i think that the songwriting though it sounds like california Mm -hmm. but i think that the production on this i see why they they said enema i think yeah yeah totally uh so wildfire i don't know what like 
This is a song that I'm actually pretty strong on. Yeah. Uh, it's it's one of my... It's one, of, it's one that's growing on me more and more. I think it's one I, at first, I was kind of like, eh. Like, <laughs> and uh, there's things about it that I really like. And it is a little bit like, um, you know... Like I don't want to grow up. Well, that I, I mean, the, the, the I don't want to grow up. I mean, <laughs> I I just took that as I assumed it's a ref the the Descendants album. I don't want to grow up. Yeah, which like fucking Travis has tattooed on him. So <laughs> well, I true. Don't think it's a stretch. Well, that and yeah, it's kind of the song about just like I don't want to be. Um, yeah, you know, I I, I love the lyrics man. in this. I'll I'll say that. I I think that this is um, one of the songs for me that captures like. I think that this song is about like. I think this song might have been born out of conversations of like, okay, so we're going to write Blink songs. We can't write Alkaline Trio songs. Yeah. <laughs> what's a Blink song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and can like, agree with In that. those sessions of like, what's Blink about? And this idea of just like, fuck it. Like, th- there's a line in here I love. Um, I, 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 it's not even really the line. It's just the sentiment. But it's uh, it's a Skiba line. I'm trying to think like, um, I never fought... Yeah, I, I always fought the urge to fall in line. I turned my back on all the rules. I, I'll never heed the king of fools. I'll never lead the perfect kind of life. And like that whole just like kind of thing of like, I don't listen to anyone. Uh, I just like fight this urge to do what people tell me. And it's probably not for my own best interest. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just, I'm probably never going to be perfect. Like that, that resonated to me is like some, you know, just like a guy living today is like, oh, I should try cutting sugar out of my diet or like I should try meditation or I guess maybe I should exercise and just like nah it's never gonna like (laughs) it's just never gonna be perfect you know and like just accepting that yeah this one it's it's growing on me like I like lines like um you know we won this war we cursed and swore um in the chorus yeah uh what do you just like like how would you interpret like like, switching into your like match and start a wildfire like what would you like interpret that so i okay so i think that this song is kind of about is not being an old grumpy man doing nine to five yeah i think that the nine to five it's a metaphor right it's not about (laughs) an age you can be you can be young at heart, but I think it's this idea in the beginning of just sort of being in a routine that you clearly don't like. I mean, that's what the first verse is about, right? Like mm-hmm. take another Xanax, cheating on your girlfriend, living for the paycheck, dying for the weekend. That's reversed. But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's basically like you're doing things you don't want to do. And like the idea of, you know, working this job, you don't want to work. Um, you're dying for the weekend, take another Xanax, cheating. Like, so you have a girlfriend, but you're cheating on her. It's like, it's not, you know, take the last breath, counting down the time. Just this idea of like, you know, like, you, you know, being in any situation. waiting to die. And I think a lot of people are just, you know, they're in a shitty nine to five. I mean, that's a common thing, but it can be any situation that mm-hmm. you're just like, you're, you're not really living. You don't feel like you're, you're taking advantage of being alive and just like, and then the chorus, you know, don't tell me it's too late. Like it's never too late. Like just fucking. St- and so the idea of strike a match, to start a wildfire to me is just like turning the table over and just like, <laughs> just, you know, if it's the nine to five job, just getting up and be like, fuck this, you know, burn the place down. Well, that, no, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a song about arson. Uh, <laughs> it's about damn time. We've had an advocate for the arsons of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, no. So I, I that's what I kind of think it is, and just the wildfires. A matter yeah. like they, what they said about the song is like, 
there's nothing more to say about it. Wildfire. It's about starting a wildfire, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, I fucking love this song. I, I feel like it's just fun. It's yeah. just a fun song. No, it is. Um, I think you're right. I think you're, uh, like, I could see this one being an early on one where, like, we're going to write Blink-182 yeah. songs. Yeah. And this is what it's going to be. <laughs> this is a Blink song. And then Skiba, you know, does not like, you know, on that high riff, you know, immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Probably, like, I could, like just finished listening to Dude Ranch or Anima. <laughs> yeah, I could see that being like the case with this one, and it's like um, they're probably and I it probably was one of the first ones, and that's why they probably like threw it out. They're like, yeah, we got better stuff since, yeah, that, you know. But and it's cool. The only thing I don't like, well, not I mean, yeah, the only thing that sit, doesn't sit well with me for some mm. reason is in the underdogs came home. Oh, so this is this is <laughs> at the very this is your last train home. <laughs> Is this that very end? Oh, the very last one? The very last one. At the very end after the song's over and you hear Skiba say it. I don't know why. It's just not sitting with me. I can't. I kind of like that. So how do you feel about the the end where they're kind of, it's not quite feeling this level oh, yeah, over each part. other, but I feel like that's like a pretty cool moment. Yeah, they're going back and forth. I think that's really cool. Yeah, uh, like it's like kind of the interchanging vocals and stuff. And yeah, that's super. That, that's probably my favorite. That's the part that first grabbed me about the song. Like mm-hmm. it took me a while for, to, to digest the rest of it, but that part, like, <laughs> yeah. was like, all right, that's some cool shit. That was the sugar to make the medicine go down. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, like in the end, dogs came home. I don't know why. I just don't. It's, it's like, I what think, does that mean compared to the rest of it? I yeah, I, I think that, uh, well, you know, I think it roughly is kind of saying, like, we did it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess we won this war and stuff. Yeah, we burned it down. <laughs> I, maybe they could have gone with that, you know, and we burned it down. <laughs> um, but I, I, I we burned it down. I, I do kind of think that you're, you're right where it's like you're not, it's out, it's on its own after all, like, you know, probably, no exaggeration, probably 40 tracks are going on, and then you're just reduced to this vocal, and it's not finishing a phrase. And so it sounds weird. I'm kind of with you I just, I, I don't know, it's almost the only lyric in here that, like, you know, it comes up, it's it's in one of the chorus outros or something like that. Yeah. Um, I just know, just for some reason, like, underdogs wasn't a, really a thing I really took in with this rest of this song well so the, the lyrics i mean that lines in there there the other part oh so you're just like the, the theme of the underdog yeah kind of i mean i guess it is like the underdog like you know starting a wildfire or whatever and doing their thing but yeah i never really thought of underdog i guess it's not like really somebody i guess they're winning the war i guess that's what yeah. they're maybe referring to is the underdog winning the war it does it does strike a bit of like i this might have been originally a kind of like we were talking about placeholder, just the thing of like, this is a good syllable arrangement. Let's try and figure out some words that fit around this kind of like bump, 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 bump. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I can I see know. that. But I don't know. It, it, it's something that grown me. Like, this whole song has grown on me a lot. Like, when we first heard, uh, heard it, I was kind of just like, yeah, okay. But it's become one of my favorite ones, I think. Nice. After Wildfire, we got 6 8, a uh, pretty badass song. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking cool um i don't know yeah we just kind of talked about this recently. yeah we did like a whole episode uh, about two episodes song ago. is great yeah you love it and you have a famous um freaking uh, theory on it yeah i've talked mean, about like eight times now yeah the, the famous theory <laughs> uh i think i think there's a good chance that the stuff that matt is yelling the like indecipherable bah! Um, which the lines are like, uh, the song needs some fucking personality. Give this shitty song some personality. The shitty guitar needs some personality. Um, how about a disappointment? 
or, oh, so I'm a disappointment. How about I disappoint them? Watch me disappoint them. I think those are things that Thomas said. Yeah. Or at least sentiments he's expressed. It's pretty cool. It makes it cool. It's a pretty cool song. Like, um, maybe even if that's not the case, I don't want to know. Like, cause I just, I, I feel like it's relatable. And, and I, I do want to say, like, uh, what I think is kind of cool about when, when you say like, Oh, it's, it's about Tom. And like, what is exciting about that? I don't think it's coming from like a gossip place. I think it's coming from a place of like, I, I understand this relationship so well <laughs> that it makes it very relatable yeah. to me. So, you know, when, when I hear that it, uh, you know, the, the lines of like this song needs some fucking personality, right? Like a guy like yelling that, I'm thinking of like, oh, that's probably something Thomas said, but that also means like, oh, this is like a real feeling, you know, this song is coming from a real place. Mm -hmm. And so it's the fact it's kind of like, that sounds like someone who's frustrated, you know, Mm -hmm. and just kind of makes the whole thing a little bit more impactful. Yeah, I think so too. It's, um, I mean, it's always, everyone's gonna have different interpretations and stuff, but like, you know, we're gonna look back at, I mean, Matt's, matters how long blink 22 goes on for but you know you're gonna um like blink historians can look back and be like you know there was this really dramatic breakup and they replaced one of the founding members of the band and if you listen to these first three albums after that they're all about him yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first three albums <laughs> <laughs> the tom trilogy yeah i don't know just like i'm just saying like um, yeah no i i think that there's a little bit of a reluctance to say certain songs are about tom right now and maybe at the same time an over willingness to do so i think so but i don't think beyond all that noise there's a reality that essentially from 2004 to now to 2015 this band wasn't what it could have been because of one for no good reason Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of frustration. Well, I guess it, I mean, yeah, I mean. For, from their perspective, right? Yeah. Like, it didn't have to happen. Yeah, and, but maybe it did. I mean, like, right. they, what, I mean, what if the Beatles stayed together? Yeah, no, that's. Like, what if the Beatles stayed together after 1969 or whatever? Yeah. And so. No, you're right. So maybe for me to say, like, for no good reason, that's that's not a fair thing to say. But, you know, from from from, I think, you know, Mark and Travis and just the, anyone on the the organization that was bling Wing too, that's like, let's, this is awesome. Fuck. We did it. Let's keep going. And like, what? No, we're not. Why yeah. did someone die? <laughs> no, no one's dead. You know, like yeah. I, I imagine that whole situation is, is in ways that we probably don't understand or appreciate probably more frustrating than it seems. Yeah. I think you know? so too. And, and, and that might not be all directed at Tom exactly, but just that situation, like think about it, this guy's career, you know? Yeah. And they all were, I mean, I know Travis had tons of shit going on, but like Mark was, you know, has put everything in his life into this thing. You yeah. Know? And so it's like, and, and like know, I the, said, last episode like, album was one of their biggest, you know, albums, you know, like I miss you and stuff was a huge yeah. hit. So they were, they just, were on an upward, a clear upwards trajectory. Like not just, that album. not just like commercially, but critically, I think too. It was both. I yeah. mean, that song, uh, that album critically was like that. I just remember all the reviews were like, Hey guys, Blink is good. <laughs> <laughs> and like, turns out the scrappy punk, but you know, and, uh, <laughs> But meanwhile, every fucking song of that album was a single. Yeah, like it was yeah. just one after another, and it did pretty well. All mm-hmm. of them. So, and then just to have that kind of go away is yeah. So I I think that you know, and and if you're a guy like Travis and Mark, you don't have a whole lot. Of, well, Travis does, but if you're a guy <laughs> like Mark, you don't have that much 
and who's writing most of the lyrics. You don't have that much shitty things going on in your life, or at least publicly, it doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. And you know, shitty things are what you're going to write songs about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we've said, when you get happy, you stop writing good songs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to have some dramatic, like, <laughs> and we're getting off topic, but well, like so, stuff no. like you know, like Jim Adkins, uh, like Jimmy World kind of thing. Like he had to start. He had to start inventing, taking, taking on others' pain. Yeah, and so or he would like, basically. Started. Do you want to tell listeners what you're talking about? Yeah, they so, probably don't have the encyclopedic <laughs> Jimmy World knowledge that you have. So Jimmy World, like or, you know, is what the first. You know, if you don't know, Jimmy World is probably the first commercial su- successful emo band. You know, but you know, came out with like a, the pop, you know, album type of thing. Arguable. Yeah, and then they kind of. Um, uh, but basically, what happened was they had a couple some really great albums, a like good run, like you know, you had Clarity, Bleed American, Futures. Um, and then you kind of started getting like Chase's Light kind of had like a little bit of good stuff like people liked it, yeah. but they kind of to me is like it didn't it, didn't, it lost their soul. A yeah, I think bit. I think most people kind of feel that way. It matters. People like that album though. But then what happened is like he started like there's like the album invented by them is literally like it's invented like there's yeah. no it's not about them. He started looking through photo um, about a photography books. books. Yeah. There's a couple of them. He lists them. I actually been wanting to pick them up. They're at like. Bookstores, cool. but they—they're at bookstores. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, they're at. Uh, they're at a book bookstores, stores. I guess. <laughs> this book. There's, but you he, know, there's a uh, stores that sell just books. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so, like, because they had nothing really sad bringing them down, you know. Yeah, and that's a good album. I like that, but like, it's still like it's missing a little bit. Yeah. What? What? What else are you just doing? Like. I totally made my mortgage payment. <laughs> I don't have to worry about yeah. my car. And then what's happened, like, and I've learned about this, uh, they just put out Integrity Blues, which is probably one of their best albums in yeah. like, a long so time. Good. And uh, they, he found something else. It's about being not alone, like, he, but feeling lonely. Yeah. Or uh, being okay with it, actually. Yeah. And he also, I found out that he was like a heavy drinker and he quit drinking. Yeah, kind of that and was so, kind of crazy, right? So, like, that was something that he, it brought out, the, like I said, you have to be fucking tortured to write good music in a way. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to counter this a little bit. I yeah. don't think you have to be tortured to be good music, to, to write good music, but I think you have to have, um, if you're going to write music, you're going to make any art, it's got to come from, if it's going to be good and resonate with people, I think it has to come from a genuine place, be relatable. a genuine feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're miserable, it's pretty easy to find like a genuine <laughs> feeling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just kind of like fine, like you can't write a song about like, um, fine you know like like if you're really happy that's a song to write about yeah but i'm okay like that's not a song (laughs) like i'm great is a song and i'm not okay yeah yeah i'm happy is a song i'm not okay is a song but i'm okay is not a song (laughs) exactly so yeah six eight (laughs) yeah uh they're not okay with six eight um so we're, we're talking about emotions um finding songs about something. Mm-hmm. This next one, Long Lost Feeling, is I think uh probably my favorite on the deluxe really? album. And I-, I think the most personal Mark has gotten with his lyrics since No It Isn't. Wow. And I have a confession to make, Ryan. Yeah. Um, a true confession on this podcast. <laughs> Just between you uh, and me. Just between me and you. And our I presume millions of listeners. <laughs> 
Millions. Uh, when I first heard this song, I cried. Like I yeah. didn't, I didn't bawl, but I, uh, I teared. Wow. Like some real. I wish I was like li- not listening to it at work when I was like sitting at my desk, and maybe I would have. Yeah, my, I was, I was um, walking around at night with some my head, nice headphones, <laughs> and trying to like so cool, soak it in. <laughs> Yeah, I was just pretty cool, you know. I looked really cool, too. I should have done that. I should have like, waited. I looked really good. Instead, I'm just at work like, oh, I need to listen to it. Yeah, I, I'm really big about, like, I'll I'll put delay gratification. Like, if I'm really excited about it, I, it's like a problem. Like, I'll put it off sometimes too much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, th- this song is 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 heavy, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, I want to hear your thoughts because I, I have a lot to say, and I'd like to hear, um, hear what yeah, you... Yeah, this is one I think that will... Um, I do like a lot too. And it's, uh, I don't know, thinking of like, yeah, this is probably, yeah, I think you're right. It's almost the no, it isn't of the album. And I think is, you know, I'm getting reminding, reminding of plus 44. It does feel personal and about something. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Well, okay. And it, so and it's cool. why do you think it's, it's personal? Like what, what lyrically kind of sticks well, out to you? It's kind of now like been, I mean, I, it's still new and still listening to it a lot, but like, um, like something about just the uh, the line, you know, wrote a song on old guitar, but the oh, words were wrong. That was the thing that did it. Walk away, and that's interesting. That's, that was the tear. That was where the tear. It was the beginning. Yeah. So Mark in the first verse says, "Wrote a song on an old guitar, but the words were wrong. They made you walk away." And the music is almost like at this point, like the the vocals are kind of like this uh, Peter Gabriel esque eighties, like, <laughs> like very big, you know, um, epic kind of sound. Um, but the music is is very small, you know. It's like yeah, a, there's not a lot going on really. There's uh, something Except for something awesome I think fucking it, beat something that I love. There's there might as well be no guitar in the song, and I don't think that's an accident. Mm-hmm. You know, especially having a build up. There's there's this that build up, and you get ready for it to rock out, and, and doesn't just nothing. Yeah, because Tom isn't there, Ryan. Ah, oh, <laughs> so sad. That's that's what I kind of think they're kind of you know doing. I mean, you have uh, the whole time Skiba's kind of doing some like stuff that just sounds like far away you know the guitar is so quiet and so mm-hmm. off in the distance and it's almost kind of i think meant to be just, just like respectful kind of you know placeholder for yeah like that's this that's is, interesting yeah that, i'm surprised they didn't put, get on the album they probably like i uh, think it's too intense i mean it's so specific <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i mean i don't think that they i don't think blink wanted california to be seen as a uh album by a band that's in in turmoil mm-hmm. i think they wanted it just to be like blink is back and fucking blink is back like we got our issues and we're keeping them over here you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're talking about she's the only one here <laughs> or, or she's oh my god why am i she's the only thing that oh, the only one that matters and then <laughs> uh fucking she's out of her mind i'm like trying to like yeah, 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 put yeah. those two together anyway um so besides that guitar line was there anything that kind of stood out to you as uh, like it's pretty interesting having uh Matt come in on the that other verse um that he's almost like um do you think that he like found a wreck on the ocean floor is it like like I'm found a wreck on the ocean floor or is he finding the wreck on the ocean floor as, and and picking it up uh picking up the pieces wow what <laughs> fuck 
It kind of blew my mind. Well, that's how so you thought? So I, I, I always assumed, you know, found a wreck on the ocean floor, like a tidal wave, you washed it all away. I assumed he's kind of like talking about, I found Blink, like the state of the band. And then like, I just fucking came in, like washed it away. And like, yeah, that's what, yeah, on the that's, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the words are right. They made me want to stay. Now, <laughs> we put it that way. Yeah, because he, he did, I think he got divorced pretty recently around the time he was asked to join. Um, so you I, thought that he is coming to save the day. Yeah, but I don't think so. I think he's kind of saying like, okay, and, and <laughs> well, that, that brings me into kind of my general interpretation of the song before. It's a little bit more than just like being about Tom. I think that this is sort of, so that, that verse we're talking about is, you know, it's talking about golden years and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, you know, wrote a song on old guitar, but the words wrong and maybe you want to walk away. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, you know. this could be about, I mean, you could say the song is about just like a ending relationship too. It, yeah. But it, it definitely, it's not so specific to be alienating, but it's, um, kind of what I was saying earlier. He's kind of tapping into something that like any fan of the band is thinking of and I can relate to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the idea of wrote a song, an old guitar, but the words are wrong. They made you walk away. This whole thing of like Mark was wanting blink so bad. I mean, he, you know, he's the guy who wrote blink Wayne Two life for life, you know? <laughs> and Tom was just like, nah, I don't like that. You know, or, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's unfair, but just, I'm bored. You know, you know, no, I'm bored. Yeah. Um, but so that first line of said, I could have anything I want forevermore said I could be anyone I want, but I was bored. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of feel like to me that's a little bit of like Tom coming up to Mark and because Tom Tom did you know do his credit kind of start the band he was kind of the engine the driving force you know Mark left the band for a bit or at least um, there's something that he must have left for like a yeah half an hour before it was like a real thing yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. when it was just a few dudes jamming you know he never left when it was like we're signed Mark what are you you know yeah um, but so I I kind of see like this as like Tom you know him kind of saying like you said it you know. Kind of like here, you can do whatever you want. Like the do, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. fucking do it, and and like that kind of thing. And then when you have Skiba come again, like Mark comes again and says it after Skiba is done. I feel like it's almost like Mark is feeling like now he's like the the Tom in mm. a way. Like now I'm making the pitch to you. Like I'm gonna fix you, Skiba. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. can have everything you want. <laughs> and then and then the chorus. Everything you ever wanted. Oh. Yeah. Just <laughs> sign right here and eat your vegan cheeseburger. And, um, <laughs> sign right here. <laughs> your soul is mine. <laughs> um, but then the the chorus the chorus to me just it doesn't seem to me uh, as like an attack on Tom or anything like that, but just like this is what the band is. You know, every day turns into sleepless nights. Man is spinning with the sadness of a long lost feeling. Um, you know, it just, I don't know, just like this idea that, um, this is something that I think he's thinking about a lot and whether or not he likes to kind of. To your head, shut up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I think this is why he's having problems with his head shutting up. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And, uh, I, yeah, that, um, so you think that that Skiba part is that he's the wreck on the ocean floor? Yeah, I mean that kind of makes sense, right? If he if he's recently out of a divorce, um, and maybe some other, I, I know he's struggling he's, for he's, cash. He's kind of implied. I don't think he was struggling for cash. Fucking <laughs> 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 Trio has been a band for a minute, yeah, but still, like you know, there it's not. You, these days are tough for a musician, right? 
yeah, okay. So I don't think he was probably struggling for cash, but I think we we talked about this, right? Where he probably went from being in the 1% to like the 0.1%, you know? <laughs> I don't think he was 1%. I think it was you were pretty strong. That I kind of said, I think he wasn't. And you were like, you don't think Matt Skiba is 1%? No, I think you're flipping this totally. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna have to put a clip in either way. <laughs> One of us is going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think you're totally thinking that what you said is what I if, said. Uh, if the past is any indication, I'm probably going to be the one <laughs> looking like an idiot. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably uh, that probably referencing him. Um, I, I do, though, just like it's kind of funny to me that the second line in both of these verses are the one where it gets hyper specific. The second line in Matt's verse is wrote a song on an old guitar, but the words wrong. They made you walk away. And the second verse for. Yeah, sorry. And the second for Matt's is heard a song on the radio. All the words are right. They made me want to stay. Like, how do you take that any other way <laughs> from like the guy who just joined Blink-22 that that's what this is kind of about? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, yeah. I mean, it could, you could say I that's mean, why. That's why I'll I play said, devil's like, advocate, and you can say that's a can, love song. But or to like me, a, I heard that. I heard that as someone like I, who's not listening for it. You know, mm-hmm. but just listen to the song. I was startled at how kind of <laughs> like raw and, yeah. and kind of real it was. Like it sounded like it sounded in a way like um, conversations. You mm-hmm. know, like these are snippets. Like it, it's a, like man, the words are all right. You know, they may want to stay. And then that to have that end, uh, like that buildup we talked about, where it's pretty much Skiba leading it and just saying, say goodbye until it hurts, um, which is the main thing, Stormy Skies and Fireworks. But the, the main thing, stay, say goodbye until it hurts, to me is kind of like we're, we're kind of closing the deluxe now and, and closing with it the chapter of California. You know, there's been a lot of consistent themes of California and the deluxe. I think one of them fairly... Fair to say is has been Tom and the state of the band. There's been a shit ton of songs that are kind of undeniably about that. I mean, yeah. like cynical, um, cynical San Diego, San Diego. That you know they said is about that. Um, probably songs like six eight, um, and, and this idea of yeah, just say goodbye until it hurts. Like like there's so many ways to express goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, going back to uh, good old days, even. You know, like that's, I feel like a song like this as well. Um, and so to kind of generally, you know, it's not the last one, but to kind of have this towards the end and kind of be closing out this whole thing, I, I think is really fitting. And I, yeah, I just, I can't say enough good things about this. I think that lyrically, this is the strongest song um, on the album. And I think musically it works for me because. I, I really that, like what you said about it not having guitar. Exactly. That's that's what seals the deal for me. Like this, the, there is an absence that is felt mm-hmm. like in this long lost feeling. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, um, that's I don't know. I just love. I, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry again. Like I, it's <laughs> I, I miss I, I miss I Tom. I, miss, I didn't. I miss him. I, I mean, I love that. Skiba, but you know, I I miss, yeah. I miss I miss I miss Tom. Yeah, it, that's definitely you're right. That is pretty intense. Like I think. That that seals the deal. If there's that, there's not really any guitar going on. It's just like drums and bass for most of the song. Never thought you'd say that, Ryan. What? <laughs> that seals the deal for me. No guitar. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, and it, this one has a different vibe, and it's not predictable like a lot of uh, songs. I like so. to do it's like short and sweet too. It's like two and a half minutes. Just kind of gets in and gets out. Yeah, kind of like a almost like a. Like an interlude in a way type of thing. Yeah. But it's it's fucking cool. I like this song. I like the, this is my favorite on the deluxe. Um last yeah. one. Well, last last Almost, yeah. yeah. Last like new song. <laughs> uh 
uh, bottom of the ocean. My immediate thought is, oh, they didn't put this on the album because Sober's on it. Like, the- <laughs> well, do you think Sober's? I think this is more like uh, Los Angeles to me than than Sober. Uh, yeah, uh, okay, maybe as far as like it has the deep bass, you know, you got that bop, 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 that Los Angeles kind of has. Stuff. Yeah, but t- to me though, like, I think the, all three of the, these songs fit in the same. I could see that. Maybe th- kind of, three of them. For me, Sober stood out to me as it's like, what what did they say? Is like, we want to write a blink pop, what a blink uh, radio hit sounds like in 2016. So it's essentially, um, I think, an experiment of let's put the pop sonic template of the day onto blink and try to ad- adapt it. You know, see, so I just don't even know what kind of song this would be like this. I mean, just to get us out of here, I'm not sure what I think about this song. Yeah. I think this is the most, the one I'm going to be sitting on for a little while, same, but same. Yeah. Um, we should, we should also say this one was written with a, an extra songwriter, mm. um, aside from, um, you know, Skiba, uh, Travis, Mark and John Feldman, there was Simone Wilcox, um, who's just sort of a, you know, somebody who writes songs for, you know, her job as songwriter. She's written for Nick Jonas, Five Seconds of Summer, Josh Groban. I mean, as a pop, you know, one of those pop songwriters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that was probably intentional. They were probably like, let's write a pop song. Let's get in touch with, you know, John Feldman, work well, with her with Five Seconds of Summer. I, uh, They're probably like, hey, can we get in touch with her? Did you see, I forgot to bring this up when we're talking about good old days, but that one is also... Um, was by this guy Ra- Raz, known as R A S. Raz Nicholas Furlong is his name, and he's also a guy that worked with Five Seconds of Summer and Stephen Yoki. And oh, okay, so yeah, stuff. also one of those kind of songwriter people. Yeah, yeah. so I th- that, th- and he's only thirty, but yeah, how's that make you feel, Ryan? Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> never look up the 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 age of any of the member of the Beatles for like when they. <laughs> No, you, but you should have been done with Abbey Road by now, right? Yeah, now, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. This one is. I'm still. I don't want to say I don't like this song. Yeah. Um. There's really interesting things going on. It is a pop kind of song, but I'm right. trying to figure out what kind of pop music is it. Like, I don't. I don't think you could hear this on the radio, really. No, like, you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't. I'm trying to figure out what it would be. Like, it's. Uh, it's I'm not sure if this was intended this way, but it does seem like a very express pop song, and. Skiba at the end does this like very yeah, yeah, Beatles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I wonder, part of me thinks that like I could see Skiba being the guy who's like, you know, this is a very collaborative effort, California. Mm-hmm. And Skiba doesn't seem to me like the guy who would be, not that he'd be like, fuck sober, but that wouldn't be his go to, you know? Mm. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think, I, I think you're, you keep bringing up sober. That's, that, is I don't know for some reason that song is like it's one of the best ones on California. Like, I don't know, like it's <laughs> well, it's, it's really grown. I, on I bring that up not to say it's bad, but just um, as in terms of it being a very like a pop, pop. song. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I agree, it is. But and I, it's I so, so I don't catchy. think that'd be a song that he'd be like fuck this. But I think that that wouldn't be his move. And he does seem like the kind of guy who, like if they're brainstorming, let's make like an ultimate pop song. He'd be like, well what's more pop than fucking the Beatles, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to throw in a, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like, that's my contribution yeah. to the thing. I, I, 
totally, you know, who knows if that's what it is. <laughs> but when I heard that, it reminded me of the Beatles. And yeah, I just, yeah. that fit as something like I could imagine Skiba bringing to the table in the morning. Like, okay, so we're doing pop songs. You know, someone's like, um, so I'm, you know, Travis is like, oh, so they got this like cool beat from like this like Kendrick album I heard. <laughs> and Skiba's like, yeah, so how about those yeah, yeah, yeahs from Please Please Me, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, I, I, what do you think this is about? It's kind of a long song lyrically, kind of. There's a lot of stuff going on in it. I kind of rap. I don't know. Like, this one. I hate to say it. Um, I know that, like, it'd be really easy for me to say bottom of the ocean and just off the title be like, oh, it's about, uh, Tom left (laughs) or like, Oh, Skiba was divorced and felt shitty. Mm. But I, I, beyond the title, I I'm kind of unclear what it's really about. Mm. And I'm, I'm at a loss. I have to like dive into this one more and maybe revisit it sometime. There's nothing about it. I will say that's turning me off. Like there's with, um, with sober, there were some things that, that turned me off. Um, with even Los Angeles, there were some things initially that turned me off. I only bring this up because we're talking about these <laughs> and now, the, the, you know, the sort of the pop, yeah, the poppy group. Um, but this one of those three, um, there's nothing that immediately made me be like, ugh, you know. Yeah, it's just something strange going on that I just need. I haven't really... I can't give a good analysis about it. There's, there's. It sounds like an experiment mm-hmm. in the way that, um, hey, I'm sorry does. Yeah, or um, what's the song of neighborhoods? Fighting the gravity. Fighting the gravity. <laughs> I'm definitely not cutting that out. You got to cut all that out. Fighting the gravity. <laughs> We we are professional. We are Blink One Eighty Two experts. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna like try and raise up the volume on you typing in. <laughs> I didn't even get to it. I was, I was typing uh, in Blink One Eighty Two, <laughs> finding the gravity kind of thing, you know, or yeah. something like it's. It's not know. quite that weird, no. but in the, in the same vein of like fighting gravity, probably was born out of like let's experiment and yeah, this probably I'm gonna try some electronics I things and yeah. Travis probably doing some drum pads and stuff and yeah, there's yeah. some I mean it's interesting yeah. like I it's I think uh, this definitely yeah feels like more of like the B side of of this album I feel yeah. like a little bit um, we just listened to it and I there's one thing I feel like it's kind of in the chorus it's kind of toward the middle. Um, I feel like there's like something missing um, in the middle of the chorus, like days. I've been like this for days. Yeah, although like, there's I, like there's something I, missing. I'm hesitant to agree with you though, because what if you know what if it, the thing that they cut out was like days. I've been like this for days. I've been like this for days. You know, and it's like the last train home problem. Or, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. It, it's I I we'll revisit this one one yeah. day. Yeah, but I think um, it's interesting. I think that's the best thing I put. Like, uh, it, yeah, there's like I said on, on this whole California journey we'd be on. There's some great stuff. There's some interesting stuff and some stinking stuff, but some stinkers. But it's interesting. Where it's, we, yeah. where would you put this? And in? interesting, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm probably with you there. I, I'm definitely not going to call this a stinker yet, but I wouldn't say that it's a highlight for me or or anything like that. It's one that I I have no desire to revisit, but I probably when I go back and listen to the album, I'm not going to skip it, and it might grow on me. Yeah, I think I'm going to probably listen to it like like for some reason, I know I'm not in the minority. Right like something like sober like grew on me like crazy, yeah. and I just love listening to it in the car. There's nothing wrong with with liking sober. Um, 
I I appreciate like I I enjoy that you're but I just uh like I don't know maybe this will get on me but it's um it's there's a reason why it's toward the end it's for like you know yeah. oh you maybe you've lost interest by now <laughs> yeah uh, maybe you lost interest by now well uh if if you have lost interest I think it'll probably get back with can't get you pregnant that's a pretty fun song it's pretty fun we yeah. talked we talked about that um I don't know is there there anything else you want to say about uh, can't get you pregnant. Not necessarily. I think it's just, it's goofy. And I remember we were talking about people thought would say that it's about like, you know, I'm just going to jack off kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a vasectomy joke. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was, I think that's more of what it is. We all bring things to this podcast, Ryan. I brought the theory that the vocals (laughs) Matt was yelling was actually things Tom said during this studio in six, eight. Um, and you brought the bombshell that six eight is probably about a vasectomy, <laughs> not a six eight. <laughs> or can't get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a disappointment. Takes on a new meaning. Yeah, right. Um, That's what I brought. That can't, <laughs> yeah, you brought that can't get you more pregnant is probably about Mark talking about a vasectomy. He yeah, physically cannot get you more pregnant. <laughs> Um, that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. I think it was pretty funny. I like it. Um, and I do like that. It's not, we talked about how Bohemian Rhapsody is sort of like the fart at the end of California. (laughs) And I like that there is something that follows this. I don't, I like that. It's not just the The joke, the fart at the end. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cause I think what follows, unless you want to say anything more about can't get pregnant. No, they're cool. I think what follows is pretty damn good. Yeah, the board death acoustic is probably. I'm just gonna say it's probably the thing I'm gonna come to most on the deluxe yeah? album. Yeah, more than any of the original songs, just the acoustic version of "Board to Death." I think I'll probably play this more than the regular "Board to Death." Regular "Board to Death." Yeah. If your version of fucking the album doesn't have "Board to Death," but it has this, what if it doesn't have either? Uh, <laughs> all right, well, that's a different debate. But um, so, okay, why is this? Why is this? Uh, why is this so fucking good? What's so good about this? It's just a fucking acoustic version of Board Death. And for me, a lot of the cool thing about Board Death is there's so much going on in it. Yeah, I just think this. Um, there's something. Uh, they're playing it like an octave lower, or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, there's not such a, good not a harmonies. Octave, but yeah. Yeah. There's such good uh, harmonies going on, and it just comes together really well for some reason. Um, I don't know. There's something that just comes together for me with it. I don't. It's just cool. Do you think that this is kind of how the song was meant to sound? Um, as far as the key change goes, I guess. Maybe. Like I don't know. Not, I wouldn't say necessarily, but I think. Um, you know, there, you're like you're right. There's a lot of stuff going on in Board the Death, but I almost it could have worked as a broken down song, even if it was still like not acoustic, but like you know, yeah, punk kind of thing. And I don't know, I just like it. I just like it a lot, and yeah, I think uh, Skiba sounds really cool in it, in kind of thing. It sounds so, like their voices. Um, I mean, to me, this this kind of version of the song is just an argument for these guys singing together in a band Mm -hmm. i mean put blink fuck you know putting blink aside all any kind of issues just distilling it down to like mark and matt singing in a band their voices work very well together yeah and it's cool that they do because this isn't how the band started but this this song is an argument for like damn these guys simon and garfunkel shit yeah it's totally like that it it made me want to um i'm probably gonna do it like I, I kind of want to record like my own version of the song in that key mm-hmm. and just kind of 
mess around with those harmonies because they're they seem so fun to sing and and they just it's something we haven't heard from blink when we've heard harmonies from blink i mean harmonies from blink is something we've heard tons of times right Mm -hmm. but they've always kind of been um in 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 parts of songs you know like feeling this has like the part at the end um but this is sort of a thing where consistently it's very rare to have one vocal you know they're almost always kind of backed up with this harmonizing thing and it's not a counterpoint it's not um it's not something that's doing different over it. It's exactly the same line that's just, you know, a third above or a fifth, you know, whatever he's harmonizing with, which that kind of like specific thing is just something we blink doesn't really do that often. Yeah. And, and not a lot of bands do cause it's hard. Yeah. Just like going to like the back on earth. We're broken. It just sounds yeah. really cool. It's lost and good. yeah. Mark is doing the main melody, and then Matt is just up uh, up there, you know, like lost and cold and broke. You know, like <laughs> yeah. And I think hearing it, Fade like fast. hearing that without the backing tracks and you know just all the fucking shit going on, it's just like well, one of your initial so problems great. with bored to death was the woos. Uh, that stuff's grown on me a lot though, but. Yeah, I was well. I was wondering how you felt about it because the wolves are still there, but it is this it, more raw. Yeah, and you can hear the audience in the background, kind of, and it just sort of works. The audience doing that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's cool. It, it feels like you know legitimate, and even uh, uh, Matt throws a little joke at Mark. You know, like the pictures in Mark's head are always <laughs> dreaming. Yeah, it's cool. I don't. It's a cool little thing. Like I would have. It would have been cool to even have more acoustic songs on this thing. On that'd this be a deluxe. cool like uh, that'd be a cool album, just like an acoustic fucking blink. Alkaline Trio did that. They yeah, did, uh, I think it's called Damnesia. Um, I'm actually, I mean, it's probably more of a novelty thing, meant to be that way anyway. But I've never been yeah. a big fan of that. But I, I every once in a while it works, and it's that, that yeah. this works for me. It's like um, it there's a time me. and a place for it, and it's cool. It's cool when they put it. It's kind of boring sometimes when bands, I think, just do acoustic versions of the song. But this, you know, to put it in a different key and to add these harmonies, that's you're you're leaning into it. Yeah, that's the and, way to do it. And you're making it worthwhile to hear. And, and it's not just like, oh, you didn't plug in your guitar. It's like, oh, you wrote a different song, kind of. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you kind of rewrote the song to fit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a level of effort that not a lot of bands do. And I, I mean, when was the last time you... Seriously, when was the last time you, like heard a band do an acoustic version that they like changed it to like in that kind of way, like changed the key added harmonies, you know, like just to kind of make it an acoustic song. Yeah. I can't think of one really. All I'm thinking in my head is a mixtape by brand new. I got $20 bills. Oh, yep. No one's ever seen you without, without makeup. makeup. And then you have a, uh, and you know that I'm a sucker for anything acoustic. Mm. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. So that's just, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, just a sucker for it. Guess you're a sucker. Well, that's, I mean, that's the deluxe album. Yeah. It's a lot, it's a lot to take in. It is a lot to take Especially in. Especially with, if you haven't heard California Deluxe and had to take in all these songs, I don't know how you could do, you could do it. Yeah. I mean, I see why. They didn't just release this all at once. Um, and I see why they didn't do this as a deluxe album, because I think they are kind of treading. You can kind of 
you know, um, group these songs into clusters. You know, you have songs like Bored to Death, Misery, San Diego that not not that they're ripoffs, but they sound similar. Mm -hmm. You know, they occupy kind of the similar or hey, I'm sorry. You know, those all those songs kind of occupy similar places on the album. Well, it's like, yeah, that's why they went wrote so many songs and just chose the best ones. And now they're just like giving these to the fans. I don't even know if they chose the best ones, but I think they chose the ones for the album they were trying to make. Mm -hmm. And they were they said they were trying to make an album that was um kind of defining what Blink was. And so I think there's a lot of songs on the album, like She's Out of Her Mind, The Only Thing That Matters, um, Kings of the Weekend, and songs that were written for it, like um, or written after it, I guess, like uh, Wildfire. These kind of songs that are just... The, what they're about is Blink. I mean, they're like... They're what they think Blink is, what the Blink ethos is, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they, you know, that's, that's where that's about. And then you have these songs that are about the state of the band today, like cynical, bored to death. Um, and, and, and then these songs that are maybe just more personal and, and about who the fuck knows, like <laughs> no future, uh, last train home. Um, you know, maybe even something like Los Angeles or teenage satellites, it's kind of debatable where those kind of fall in. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I, I think there was kind of these rough groupings of songs, and they kind of picked what would be the most commercially, the, the one that would be, like, successful and Blink is back. And I don't mean that in a shit way, but just, like, they they want to rejuvenate their career. Mm-hmm. Um, with that all being said, we kind of did our own. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to say the one I made is it's how the album should have been released. It's really fucking good. And <laughs> it probably I'm would be. I'm excited to hear because mine are, my, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like mine aren't, uh, I was still working on this to like the last second. Uh, I, I feel very confident that. Mine's not, I'm not confident. Had my, had my list just be the, the album that came out. And let's, you know, it's hard to do this, but just pretend you heard nothing. You just heard these songs. I think people would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to follow that playlist. Yeah. Well, so we'll, um, I don't know. You, you know a spot. Is there a way we can make both of these playlists available for people to hear? Um, Cause yeah. I love, I, when we get into it, I want to hear yours. I have too. to see it. Like, yeah, there's, there's ways to share. Maybe we can put the links in like, yeah, the maybe we can get something. a link to work, but at the very least we'll talk about it on here. Um, so that being said, I, th- I think it probably, I was thinking about this. I think it'd probably be best for us each to just go down our list. Well, I'm going to be honest and I kind of, I don't have a list. I kind of <laughs> botched the whole thing <laughs> because <laughs> I did, I made two lists. Okay. <laughs> you made two lists? I made two lists. Okay? okay. I have, did you do like, this is my regular album. This is what I would do. The deluxe album. No, so there is like, I have like, there's two different themes going on. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna make you at least choose. You you can do this. You can enter into for your fucking <laughs> one album, but you're gonna have to make one of these the deluxe Ryan edition. Okay, I'm like gonna one of these on is it. the standard Ryan, and the other one is the deluxe Ryan. <laughs> it's kind of what I did. I almost have like there's the two themes. I have like the Peter Pan complex album version. Oh, yeah. That was the the rough name for what's my age again. Yeah, and then I have the um home or going home version of the album going home okay <laughs> so would you have released these so, like use your illusion style both at once and like one would be peter pan complex <laughs> the other one would be going home yeah or something or home or something or not just home or not home <laughs> i think just home like, okay you home. Know, or something like that because uh they are um 
they're both really different. And do you have home is such a lonely place and last train home on the uh, home out? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Basically, all right. So, I mean, I'll just, I'm going to go through yeah, some yeah, of the yeah. songs because yours, I think, is going to be better. <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, because like, and I was still working on ordering these. Okay. Uh, but I kind of was going after for this like Peter Pan complex. Yeah. I was going for like the Enemy of the State album. It's kind of yeah. what I was going for. So it's all like the punk pop type. Which is stuff. something Marcus said he's kind of always wanted to do since after Enemy of the yeah. State. So he just wanted this bigger, better Enema. There's not a whole lot of like slowdown going on. I I was trying really hard though to, to do it. Sounds, so it's stuff like familiar. cynical. Like I'm just gonna go down. Yeah, yeah, quick. yeah. Go down. A couple of these are in the right place, and there's some that just still do it. Work. Just, just go. So cynical. All right. She's out of her mind. Okay. Well, hold on. So cynical. That's what it is. Yeah. She's out of her mind. Fast. All right. Rabbit hole. Okay. And then misery. Okay. So slow it down a bit. Slow it down a bit. But not bored to death yet. But she's okay. So so far, this is pretty okay. And then I go on the left alone. Oh, wow. So really kind of... It, it kind of slows down. Yeah. But then it gets picked up again with Parking Lot. And it goes Parking Lot, Kings of the Weekend, T- Teenage Satellites, San Diego, Wildfire, The Only Thing That Matters, and it ends with Good Old Days. It ends with Good Old Days? Yeah. So it, I'm surprised you you have that on there. <laughs> I don't even have it on mine. I, I was like defending that well, song. Well, I'm just saying, like, it took me a while. I grew into liking that song, mostly with kind of what you said a little bit with it. But it Did kind you of, make this after I said <laughs> th- This is just like, a, in the last like two days, I've just yeah, been like yeah. trying to work this out. Yeah. And for some reason, Good Old Days, like, Good Old Days worked at really the end. Sweet album closer. Yeah. Like, I, I mean that in like a sweet, not like sweet. Yeah. And so what I was trying to do, like, there's some parts and I'm trying to figure out, like, parking lot was a hard one to just decide where to put it yeah but i was kind of like left alone and says we're only halfway home actually left alone is on both of my tracks oh it's a good (laughs) so left alone i have it it's supposed to be in the middle but it's kind of toward the beginning is that like my there's a whole uh kind of theme with this album it's kind of i I was even going like i'm not even thinking about tom sort of thing i'm trying to think of like this relationship and like uh, trying to like rekindle it, sort of thing. So it kind of starts with like just like. Is this about the podcast? Yeah, right. It's about the podcast. <laughs> so it kind of starts with like this, you know, just things are just not right, you know, and she's out of her mind, but like I like, like her kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. And it just like I'm getting deeper and deeper down, and then maybe like it, the split happens. Yeah. And then you're, it's almost like. Left I think it, <laughs> alone. Like another, uh, like maybe. This is the movie. This is the movie director in you. You're trying to make a movie out of these songs, <laughs> kind of man. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like my other idea was for the name of it, the Peter Pan Complex. Yeah, was gonna be like the midlife crisis album kind of thing because oh, wow. it kind of goes into this whole thing of just like wanting to be a kid again, you know, kind of at the yeah. end, and then just like these were the good old days. And but you're the only thing that matters, baby. Yeah, and that's kind of like why at the end the only thing that matters, and yeah. then only out. thing that matters. <laughs> so it kind of like comes back around to it. Yeah. So that was my one thing. Okay. And I'm going to work on that list. It's going to be great. I it's think that that's a good grouping of songs. I think your ordering kind of gets a little weird at the end there. It does. I, I work, The first half is better than the second yeah. half. Yeah. Um, so I'll just go through this other one. The home one. This is where I put like all the, like, the poppy stuff. I put like the weird songs on here. And I feel like this is what a, like... Oh, California, they wanted to rekindle the Blink spirit. Yeah. This is almost like I think would have been... Like the 
after dogs eating dogs or maybe after un- self-titled kind of blink in a way. Okay. Kind of so maybe them not self-consciously looking backwards, but just what they would naturally would have done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it has stuff like I bored to death on there. Is that it starts with bored? Death? It starts with bored to death. All right. Uh, I didn't at first, but I ended up. So no, that's cool. That's I, I like that. Basically, I, I a, cool a lot of the songs I was like, oh, I realize they're all is all low tempo. I need some some. some no, I actually to. I think Bored Death is a pretty interesting start. That's kind of cool. Uh, Los Angeles sober. It's Los, almost like the Bored to Death album. to Los Angeles. Yeah. So I'm two <laughs> tracks deep, and I've heard that's <laughs> yeah. And then it goes into like I don't. I still need to figure out the, the order for this one. Why all did you? What's up. your thinking on Los Angeles there? Because I know you're not that into the song. Um, I was just thinking like as number two. Bored to Death was a hard one to, to put, and I was just like, this will just be like an intro kind of thing. It's almost like the theme of the whole thing. Yeah. And because I led Los Angeles first for a long time, to be honest, for this the first track. Wow. Yeah. Just because of sort of the lyrics and being the band is all here in Los Angeles kind of kind thing. Kind of, yeah. And, or maybe just like it's like just this build up sort of weird intro sort of thing, like yeah. unexpected. Um, I had Sober too for the beginning for As a the while. Beginning. Yeah. Like, I don't know. No, I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. And then, but I'm I just have. imagining like the record, like, I know I messed up in Like, I tried. This one, I. The, the things are all screwed up. I still haven't figured it all out, but these are the songs on it. Like, I have Bottom of the Ocean, Hey, I'm Sorry, uh, Home of Such a Lonely Place, Last Train Home, Left Alone, California, Long Lost Feeling, Don't Mean Anything, and Six Eight are on all on it. Six Eight's the end? But I, I, like I said, oh, I, okay, I'm like okay, all gotcha, messed up gotcha. in the order, but all those songs are on there. And eventually, That's interesting, yeah. Like, so Why, I think, what's your thought on Six Eight being on that? I think that one has more is more closer to Los Angeles than it is to like the pop punk mm. kind of thing. Um, it's more of like this, uh, and it's also like a fat another fast song to kind of counteract all those other um, kind of slower songs kind of right. thing. And I just think like it'd just be like the big like you know two thirds to the album like like in between two like slow songs kind of thing. Yeah, I'll, I have. I'll work on. It. I'm. I. I'm late with my homework assignment. Oh but. no, it's it's good. I think. <laughs> I think. I mean, you came with two albums. <laughs> like the thing is, that I was like, I was trying to figure out how to mix these, and I was like, I it's can't. hard. So I was like, it's hard, but I figured it out, Ryan. I, uh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Uh, so I think for me, the thing was, like, I, it's a lot of songs. I sympathize. Like I, we we both kind of were like, all right, let's narrow it down. Like, fuck, this is. How do you do it? Yeah. I, I understand. Especially when there's songs that sound like other songs. It's t- so yeah. hard. Yeah, and that's the thing is with this particular group of songs, there's a very real problem of if you want to make a viable album, it's it's kind of hard. I think it's easier to have just have not like write nine songs and yeah. you're done. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's easier almost when you just I think you, you don't have the options. Yeah. You know? So I don't think there's necessarily like a lot of right or wrong answers with this. Like I think that's pretty try cool. this exercise though. Yeah, I think it's pretty fun. I, I'd recommend it to anyone here uh, listening to, to try yeah, well, it out. thank Zach and Packy for that. So Yeah, yeah. And um, like I said, Packy's probably going to have the better one. But I can't until, wait to hear Until he though. does, I think I have the, I think I've cracked the code. <laughs> okay. So what I try to do is I, for my money, the most interesting ones are the, like, okay, you got these three types of songs. Uh, the songs where we're going to, what's a, what's a Blink song? Um, then you got the songs that are, I got to get the shit out of me about what, where the band is right now. Mm-hmm. And then you have these forward looking songs of like, let's just experiment. Mm-hmm. I, I like all of them. 
you know, I like all kinds of categories of that. But for me, what I want on an album at the end of the day is someone who's expressing something about how they feel. Mm -hmm. So I kind of focus on those songs and I put a little dash of the other two, (laughs) but it's the core of it. That's kind of what the the California was. Now this is a little bit more. um, (laughs) So it starts with cynical because I mean, fuck that's just, that's the opener. You know, if you're going to have cynical on the album, that's, that's a hell of an opener. It's great. It's also very much like, Hello, I'm Mark Hoppus. Like, I am a voice who's expressing my opinion on this matter. <laughs> it's a great right opening, now. yeah. You don't have to know anything about Blink, but it's like, I'm right <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm having a hard time feeling like I should be making music right now because shit's going on, mm-hmm. you know? I'm making this as you go on my Spotify. Oh, I have a Spotify playlist made. I could, you know, so, <laughs> so after Cynical, I go straight in a parking lot. Um, and my thought with that is keep it fast in the beginning. And also, I like how Mark starts in the beginning of Cynical and then Matt starts in the beginning of Parking Lot. And you kind of it have this has this transition to parking lot being one of those songs that I would put in the category of like, let's write a blink song. Yeah. Cynical's like, I feel like I can't write any songs again. Parking lot, bam, blink song. Cool. You're like, this is a song about it. Like that. <laughs> and I so like that. that was my thought process there. Yeah. And then, then go into bored to death because you know, again, that's, it's a, it's a great song and it's a good kind of mid tempo introduction. Like you're saying to the band. And so from bored to death goes to rabbit hole. I thought again, just keep it fast and keep it about again, just like this anxiety. You have this continuing voice. Then to six eight, another very personal wow. song, but okay. slow it up a bit, you know. Still, I feel like you've got this pretty relentless just thing going at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after six eight, wildfire, another wow. one of the peppers into just like reminds you of blink and maybe picks up a little bit of like uh from the slowness comparatively to six eight. Um, after wildfire goes into Los Angeles. Interesting. Um, and then built this pool. I like built this pool being a palate cleanser for Los Angeles because that's a weird oh, yeah. song. In both my lists, I didn't have any, any joke songs and I didn't Not- have any of the, I didn't have the, I got rid of no future was another one. That's I got. right. Yeah. And, uh, I forgot to say that. Was there anything you wanted to say about getting rid of that? It just doesn't. And no, Hey, I'm sorry. I think, Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Wasn't in any of yours. Yeah. Uh, did I get rid of that? Totally. Oh, no, I have it in my my second one. Oh, was it? But so I might take that out. Built this pool, I think, for my money. Um, friend of the show, Eric Smith, uh, friend of like the show and just us. <laughs> he said it's like one of his favorite Blink songs. I think it's a, a I think it's one of my favorite Blink songs. If I were going to write a top tens, it's easily <laughs> my favorite joke song because it's one of the only like most of the Blink joke songs rely on just like man, I can't believe they're doing that. That's yeah, so I can't goofy. they're saying that. Yeah, but built this pool's like what? wait a minute. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, like as an, it feels to me like an adult yeah, yeah, yeah. joke song. And I like it as a palate cleanser. And then, so after that, I go to left alone, um, which I, I really wanted. I struggled with left alone because it didn't really fit to me anywhere, but it just sounded so cool. It, it, it's one of those songs like misery where it just sounds like a, um, blink song post self titled. And you even have that kind of, it was one of the only songs where, Skiba kind of adopted a late era Tom guitar kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the swinging chords, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing that he wow, didn't, yeah, wow, wow, wow. he didn't AVA and neighborhoods and self titled. So after Left Alone, San Diego, okay, don't mean anything. Uh, don't mean anything, huh? yeah, San Diego. So, my again, San Diego would be one of those reminiscing, don't mean anything would just be one of those like kind of a typical blink, mm-hmm. you know, blink being blink. 
And then after Don't Mean Anything, uh, the there's this three closing songs that get pretty intense. I, I capped it at 14. Been along longer, but I'm a fan of the short album. Or they're relatively short. I like my albums to be between 45 minutes to an hour. I think 14 songs would kind of get you there. So um, this is like, is this your um, Abbey Road uh, melody right Yeah, here? kind of. Uh, medley. Oh, medley. It does. Yeah, they, don't really do fl- that. they don't really flow into each other, but I just feel like it's a, if you're a Blink fan and you're listening to lyrics, I think it's, listening to it, I felt like it was pretty intense and I think okay. it'd be kind of good. So it's, after dumbing anything, you got Misery. Um, okay. I feel like is the best they have to offer as far as a new vision of Blink. Mm-hmm. And I like having that right at the end. California. After Misery, which uh, I think that's a really sweet song, and it kind of describes what the band is at right now in a positive way. Okay. But if you remember in, in California, the album, it ended with California, and then we had a fart at the end with Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. A good fart. Yeah. This is a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like California being the end, but I don't want to end with a fart. I want to end with um, kind of a let's address the elephant in the room mm-hmm. with Long Lost Feeling. Mm, that's a good ending. I think ending that, um, you know, listen to it today, I think it's pretty powerful. Nice. Um, especially starting an album with Cynical and ending it with Long Lost Feeling. Um, that's great. It's both like this sort of empty skeleton Mark alone singing to the audience in a way. Cool. We'll make, we'll make this one the official take off your pants. <laughs> I, think, I, I think if people only heard these songs and it was just these 14, um, I think it wouldn't have sold as well. Uh, I think it wouldn't have been a Grammy nominated out. It wouldn't have been Grammy nominated. It probably wouldn't have gotten gold. But I think a lot of uh, a lot of people had issues with California wouldn't have wouldn't have had those issues. Yeah, I could see like um, like I'm yeah. not trying to say this is what they should have done, but I think that um, for a certain kind of person, myself included, this is kind of the ideal of what they wanted to see. Yeah, there's there's a few in here that I'm, I kind of miss. But it is great. I think it is a good list. I miss stuff. You're right. Like, I mean, there's some songs I had that like, I, like, <clears throat> Kings, Kings of the Weekends, an obvious You don't one. have She's Out of Her Mind. She's Out of Her Mind. I, I honestly, I have a short list over here. You of, don't have The Only Thing That Matters, which has become one yeah, of my favorites. one of my favorites as well. But and, I, and they were, they were But cut. I see what you're doing. They were cut for kind of the sake of, I want this to have a rough arc and I want it to be short-ish. You yeah. know, I, no, it's not short, but I don't want it to be overly long. And um, I, yeah, at the end of the day, I don't think there's anything else I would want to take out. Los Angeles. <laughs> I love Los Angeles. <laughs> I think it's great. No, I think it's a good list. I'm excited to hear like the after like from Left Alone to Long Lost Feeling. I feel like like it's a pretty sad yeah. like list, right? You have it, it also there. just it does have kind of a a very I I like albums with arcs. And there's a pretty big difference between side one and side two of this album. Mm-hmm. I mean, side one is going to be cynical parking lot. Uh, you know, got bored to death, but then rabbit hole six, eight wildfire. I mean, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. But then the last one, the second half is kind of more of the, let's like think about this. I think I would, <laughs> if it was me, I would switch six, eight and wildfire. Let's see. I'm wondering, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, I I could see that. My my thought was six eight going into Los Angeles would be a little bit too mid tempo for my taste. Mm. I kind of like having the wildfire being the like bam to in between the more mid tempo of six eight and yeah. Los Angeles. But you might be right. I mean, there's more to it than just the tempos. <laughs> I'm just kind of thinking about it as far as like. Um, 
like it just between those two songs, it doesn't yeah. seem like it makes sense. Hmm. Well, so, so you're talking about medley and like, uh, songs going into other songs the only thing i do want to mention san diego don't mean anything in misery if you listen to those back and back uh they all <laughs> something this came up to me because people were complaining that they sounded similar mm-hmm. i was like fuck let's lean into it um so san diego the intro and outro kind of goes into the intro to don't mean anything <laughs> that's not really we, we talked about the song starts out with this like clean guitar but it quicks up or picks up pretty quickly mm-hmm. So you have this bleed into the next song and it repeats, but it doesn't sound repetitive because it's in the context of the song, it's pretty much just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then misery also has that, but when it does have it, it's like in the background and like affected to be far away. So it's almost like the ghost of like the last song you heard. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. I think I, I see what you mean there. That's, that's a cool idea, but it's almost like bored. The death should be down there too. Yeah. That'd be, yeah. Maybe that'd be a lot though. <laughs> <laughs> Too many times. <laughs> I mean, I mean, th- my you know, third time, three times is you know, four times. Yeah, there's rule of threes. Yeah, rule of threes, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think at the end of the day, though, what's kind of fun about this is there's a shit ton of Blink songs. <laughs> so much so that, like, for fun now, we can come up with alternate versions of the album. Yeah. Like I did, like, well, I did like one and a half, but I, I'm gonna work on those and maybe I'll like, I, list yeah, them. come back next episode. Episode maybe with uh, some fine <laughs> fine tune. I think it was, yeah, I think just, it was hard. Somewhere. I was like I was like pulling my hair out trying it to is. figure this out. It is. It is. It's tough. I mean, yeah. it's tough. And also, I think there's lots of viable options. Like, there's kind of pretty dope arrangements you could make. Like, you can make an album of these songs that's like total pop. Yeah, just a, or a half an hour, just like pop punk, like craziness type of thing. Yeah. Or you, or you can make an album that's just pop punk craziness, joke songs, like, <laughs> like a 30 minute Joyce Manor album, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, with like 10 songs on it. It's pretty cool. There's some cool shit going on. I, what, what did you say? Like, so like one thing I wanted to say is like, um, where do you expect Blink to go next after this kind of thing? Well, this is probably gonna be it for Blink, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. So Alkaline Trio is probably, I assume they're going to do an album next. Um, Mark and, you know, Travis is probably going to take the time to do some stuff. Mark is probably going to take the time to do some stuff as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm just assuming the next Blink music we get is going to be at the earliest a year from now. Realistically, probably two. It's probably two years. Two? I, I say two only because like, even with all everything that's going on, it sounds like they're pretty, um, committed at this point mm-hmm. and this is they're pretty serious that this is their job and all parties are on board with that so i'd be i'd be kind of surprised if we don't hear new music in four years you know i think two to four years is probably the window for the I think next four is a little long i think i think that's, two that's in be... line with a lot of bands though now i mean i mean this is i mean i don't know it matters who you're talking about but i think two is like going to be the the key picture if they go too yeah. much longer than that people will forget again and they'll need to do yeah. another california that's true so what 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 do you think that they'll? Uh... Um, I think I do. I think pl- like them playing the songs live and then people seeing them kind of like grab people gravitating towards songs like cynical and stuff seems like yeah. I kind of that's one of the coolest songs on the album, and uh, yeah, I kind of think that will. Um, pretty- hopefully they kind of lean into that, but there's also some interesting stuff going on. Like, uh, like we discovered on this one that like, do you think they'll stick with Feldman? That's interesting. I um, 
I could see them for sure because he did such a good job. I mean, he for, to in, for, through their eyes, he really brought something to it. I think he always, did. A, I think he did a great job. Yeah, they're always talking about Feldman, and I think that they would be probably letting him down if they didn't like use him again. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, he's I like to hear something different. And uh, just to be like you, you don't just, you don't like him so much that you want to hear more of his. Yeah, I think I could. I mean, I like it, and it, like we talked about since like the first ep- time we like probably sat down and talked about like Bore the Death, which yeah. is like, the second episode. Is it like the vocals are like the high point of the thing? Yeah, I, I just mean, wish they would ding that. Down. I I love a lot of things about Feldman's production, and and i I really do like i i think that he has a sound unlike anyone else has been able to get out of travis's drum set that's Mm -hmm. just good like it just sounds like ear candy it's Mm -hmm. so fucking good and i think the tones he's gotten out of mark's bass are amazing yeah yeah, yeah. um and i think the tones he's gotten out of matt's guitar are really good just not i just think it's not loud enough yeah it's not mixed like uh and that might not even be him you know because who knows how much he's involved with the mixing no i'm sure producing the album you know yeah yeah that's true for the mastering too so so i wouldn't mind it if they worked with john again i'd actually kind of like it even because he has kind of proven himself to be the, the 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 guitars that were on the jerry finn blink albums didn't sound like your typical modern rock guitars, Mm-mm. you know, that can kind of sound boring and just, I think like modern rock music has a tendency to sound like uh, the Foo Fighters guitar where it just sort of sounds like sludge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It just it could be the most boring sound in the world. And there was something that popped all, you know, this like wet. Yeah. I, I, in my mind, I always thought it was like a wet sound to Tom's guitars on the, the palm muting and just that really intense, um, open strumming you know loud distorted sound um so and, and he's done a feldman has done a good job in my mind of getting those sounds just need to crank the volume up a bit more yeah i think i'm just like it'd be interesting if they i mean if you put the if you put bored to death on next to stay together for the kids it's it's pretty obvious how different the vocals are and the guitars are in those mm-hmm. two songs it's pretty crazy yeah i think um I just like this. I mean, like we said, uh, we like them getting weird and they got weird in a few of these deluxe songs and stuff and get weird with the next production person. And so if maybe... you want one song to be the template for, well, let's do three songs. Okay. You got to pick three songs to kind of be the, the starting points for the next. I think cynical probably number one. Yeah. Same for me. Um, uh, let's see. San Diego, maybe a little bit. What about uh, San Diego? I just like the, I don't know, it kind of, even though it's not like led by Skiba, but I just like his verses and the sound of his voice and stuff in that one. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of them. Uh, let me think. I'm trying to maybe pull one from the deluxe. So and then I, I really liked what you said about um, Long Lost Feeling and stuff too, but I don't yeah. know if I necessarily want like that type of sound. And I don't think you'd be able to yeah. replicate this again. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of for for me as well. Just sort of a it's its own thing. I don't know if there's anything from there I want again. It's it's a time and a place, and like like for example, the lack of guitar. I don't want a lack of guitar in my typical Blink song, mm-hmm. you know. But it fits for for me for there. Yeah, that's a hard question because there's things I like about all of them, but there's you know, I so I would say cynical would be an obvious one. I want them to look at and you know just kind of like what works in the song. Um, I think 
uh, a good one to to look at would be Hey, I'm Sorry. For mm-hmm. the reason I, I mentioned earlier, just like not so much like this is a song, let's model after it, but like let's revisit some of these things because I think there's some pretty good ideas in that song mm-hmm. that just weren't ever realized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe another one I would go to is 6-8. You know, yeah. an, another one that's sort of a little bit different, but also something different in a way. Like Okay, so Sober... Um, Bottom of the Ocean, Los Angeles. Those are different, but they're different in a way that anyone could have gone in. Mm-hmm. But six eight to me is different in a way that only Blink with Skiba would. Yeah, that's yeah, what that yeah. sounds like, you know. Mm-hmm. So or yeah, what's that? One? I want them to focus on the things that now they've done Blink. Let's focus on what makes this it, group of three people unique, and what is these this group of three people right now have to say. Yeah, maybe more like Last Train Home would maybe be one too. Yeah, you had that I'm, I'm kind of voice in the beginning and stuff. And every time I feel the love, there's only time something yeah. I will die for. Cor- chorus aside, I, I I think that'd be cool too. And and the idea of let's do riffs as the center of a song, but that's a riff Tom would have written, mm. you know. So let's wow. Skiba. Yeah. Let's let's try. Uh, maybe that'd be a cool exercise for him, just like a songwriting. Like let me try writing songs based around riffs, which isn't something he does you yeah know? i think i while i love like songs like parking lot and only thing that matters and kings of the weekend i almost like you know got got off on it with this and now i think i'm ready for like you know get yeah. weird get weirder with it and yeah. stuff too all right so i think that uh closes the books on uh our version of the cal what, what should we call this by the way like our California Redux. That's what I call my playlist. Um, that's I called right. it California Reworked, and then I gave it its own titles. Remember, I said like, "Oh yeah, yeah." California Reworked, <laughs> Peter Pan Complex. Yeah, something like that. That's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> Viking wizard, Viking eyes, or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like it's gonna be something similar to that, I suppose. I like it, but I'll, I want to work on it. Yours, yours, I think is pretty solid, and I'm excited to to hear that. Oh, I'm excited to hear yours as well. <laughs> There's some other things I'm excited about, uh, Ryan. Yeah, we decided, and it took a while. Like, this is something that's been cooking for a little while, and um, we always were just like, is it something we should do? I don't know. Is it like, <laughs> but we opened up a fucking Patreon. Like, yeah. Yeah, we I did. Can, I we can hear the, I can hear the iPhones like closing. Like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> fuck <Okay>. this. <laughs> It was all a ploy. <laughs> this is what it was all for. <laughs> I think so. They start at $100 a month, yeah. right? <laughs> and you're going to get so many stickers for $100 a month. No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> no, uh, we, there was actually, I think when we first started, someone asked about this. Like, it was like an, a, Facebook comment or something like, hey, you guys have a Patreon? I don't yeah. mind. I want this all the time. And uh, we're just like, yeah, whatever. We're just doing this for yeah, we don't care. shits. But then it was like, uh, it's been like fucking a few months now. I'm paying this fucking domain <laughs> fee. <laughs> I'm paying for the web but like we're, we're podcasting the other day and I was like, oh, I guess one of my microphone cables is out. <laughs> i get another one of the- <laughs> So we decided to make one. Uh, a lot of podcasts have them, and it, it's you always hate to like you know like say like ask for money, and it's not really what we're doing, I suppose. But we kind of are, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean say? we we basically have a we're gonna have a few a few options, and they're all they're all pretty cheap, and and the idea is like, 
Hey, if you can throw us a couple bucks, like the idea, what we just want to cover, like the costs of of doing stuff. Yeah, we just want to cover the hosting and uh, do this as often as possible. And we also kind of want to, like, I I think it'd be kind of cool to just have this little community within the the podcast of just hardcore Blink fans talking about shit. So yeah, along those lines, like the the kind of things we have for the yeah, like the first one is just like um, we want to basically open up like a. Uh, discord channel where you'll like get, like be able to you know we'll all be able to talk to each other all the time you know kind of thing and just like pop in there every once in a while and the idea was to possibly like when we record to just like have it open on discord so people can even listen live yeah yeah so we'll basically we'll try to live um i'm sure we will we'll just live live uh do the podcast <laughs> yeah and what'll be kind of funny about that is you'll hear if if any if, you know i assume not a lot of people will listen but if anyone does want to listen you'll hear <laughs> that uh we're you know we we do take stuff out and so you'll get to hear that stuff you know when ryan goes on one of his you know the racist tirades yeah. that i have to cut out all the time <laughs> yeah and that and then the uh, and then also, um, one of the, the tiers is, uh, to do an extra episode each month, a bonus. Yeah. I mean, that's cast. sort of like our, <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, where this isn't very high. So I think like our ultimate deluxe super VIP is like five <laughs> bucks a month. Well, it's like, well, one buck is like for the Patreon, two bucks for the extra two bucks. Yeah. Two bucks is the, the e- pod extra podcast. And we're the idea for that is like, Maybe we won't talk about Blink-182. Yeah, and it, so it'll be an extra podcast a month. Um, probably, you know, it's not going to be any shorter. It's going to be as long as our regular podcast, edited the same and mm-hmm. everything like that. Um, about who the fuck knows. Um, <laughs> Other bands and stuff. And definitely willing to take listener ideas. We have a lot of topics to talk about, so that, you know. Yeah. Um, but but the idea is to be Blink-related, maybe. Um, yeah. But, like but we want to do ones about some other bands. Like, like we did 41 episode. That'd be cool. I'd <laughs> like, be into that. Like, we wanted to, we did the Green Day one and stuff, and then we are like, hey, maybe that we're just stick with the blink 182 type of thing. But yeah. Maybe this will be cool for the bonus stuff. And then the big main thing, that's a whole $5. If you're so inclined, what do I get for five? <laughs> uh, you'll get all that stuff. You get the discord channel. <laughs> you get the bonus pod, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, we just want to do like, a, um, I think we're, <laughs> and this is, I mean, maybe probably no one's even going to freaking get this, but if they do, we want to just like, Get, do a bi-monthly drawing of Blink collectibles slash merchandise or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and just send it out to whoever's in that in that tier. And it's uh, we want it to be like real things, like yeah. um, like things like a a, a vinyl or, or maybe a shirt. we'll go through our own collection and find. Yeah, something. you, you might get something from the uh, the Blink archives <laughs> if you're following Instagram. You're familiar. Yeah, with Yeah, we just want to like uh, just for you know, it's more just to support the show and to get the extra Blink, Blink podcast. Yeah. but that's really all this is for. And but uh, if you and see what happens because who knows maybe we'll it'll become something where we could you know I don't know make something cool out of what we might get from the Patreon the Blinkumentary yeah <laughs> yeah that would be it. what's uh, for, we, hey, for listeners first, first there goal. is a light that just shot into Ryan's eyes right now like I have never seen before <laughs> yes like the first goal is like that fifty bucks to pay fifty for, bucks is for to to pay for the domain hosting it's the next ca- goal new is one million for the blinkument <laughs> no like we'll yeah we'll that's it right there and then and then <laughs> the five million is to make the the biopic yeah know, kind of thing. yeah. Oh, so yeah, that's it. That's yeah. going to be the goal. So we'll start with 50 bucks and then we'll raise yeah, see how perfect. far we can get from there. 
Yeah, and you can find that at patreon.com slash 182 podcast. Blink is pretty cool. <laughs> Blink's pretty cool. But yeah, so if uh, you don't want to sign up for the Patreon, uh, the least... Like, fuck up! Yeah, no, fuck no. Uh, <laughs> no, keep listening. The best thing would be... Uh, Leave a review on iTunes. We every once in a while we remember to do this to add. Oh like, yeah, thing. review. Uh, do a review on iTunes. That helps a lot, and you know makes it so people can find the shows easier. And uh, and it's awesome. Then that happens. Um, and then we also have, if you don't know, uh, an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and they're all at one eighty two podcast. And uh, should be pretty easy to find. Yeah, we're pretty been pretty active on on all those fronts. I yeah, think. we're trying to do more often and and just kind of get in. And it's like meeting these other dudes doing all these podcasts and stuff. And it's like it's, it feels like the community is sort of growing and it's awesome. And, or at least we're just knowing more about it. Like we're yeah. discovering like people from all over the world. That this is a good time to, to be a fan of Blink One Eighty Two. I think so. And then that, well, put, put your pants back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't just go into it like that. Yeah, I like what you said. This is a good time to be playing, too. And then I was just like, yeah. Put your pants back on. Perfect. Look at this label. Isn't that, isn't that a cool label? That's pretty dope, pal.